glitched out somehow. What? Why am I glowing? I don't know. Whatever. I'm glowing now. Get used to it. Less glowing? Way less. A little more. I don't know why you can't get good lighting in a in a in a wood pile basement. Whatever, I'll glow, I don't give a shit. I'm a fed asset anyway. I'll keep drinking if you can't stop me, I don't give a shit. I wanna die! Try to make it go faster! God's sake. How are you? Hi! How are you? What are you doing out there? What are you doing over there? Did you find it? Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Did you find it? 70, 70, 80 people on, on YouTube found the new channel. That's good. Uh, I don't know how many times i got to say this. If you're not following it on Telegram, you're not paying it. You too, too late. Too bad. Or, you know, the website where all of the links are, are there. That's what it's for. Um, if you're, I don't know what to do, you know, you can't, you can't hold, hold, what do you, hold hands, hold everybody's hand. You gotta do everything you can. I'm like, there's a mailing list. There's every, I don't know, I couldn't find you. Well, you're not trying very hard. <laughs> the link is on the goddamn screen. Always has been for years, but still we don't, I don't know where to find you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I could search. I, I don't know. But, you know, as I said, it'll keep happening. I'm on, was it, Channel 7? 6. This is, well, technically 7, but this is 6. Or is it 8? It's a lot. It's a lot of channels. We're just going to go with the Super Bowl method. It's Basically, it's going to be uh, Raging Distant XIX. You know, whatever that means. It's 10, 19, 29. I don't know. I'll, I'm just going to start adding random numbers. I only know uh, up basically the Rocky movies, and then after that, I'm not sure. I think X is 10. Two X's is 20. Are we going to need four X's, 40? Could I, is it possible I go through 40 channels? It certainly is. I think so. Before they kill me, though, I don't know. That's certainly what's left. Uh, I suppose they'll cancel my, my cell phone. I'm sure that if I'm too odious of a customer uh, to be dealt with in the banking industry, I can't imagine why I should be allowed to have a cell phone. In fact, I'm not even allowed to, to go ask questions to the bank. I did get the letter today, which is you know very, just wonderful. Uh, it's it's very it explains so much, but here you can see it's under the Protection Property Act. If I even go to the bank, they will arrest me. <laughs> they will arrest me for even going there anywhere, any Scotia Bank property in the world, without express written permission. Sure, it's totally normal, and uh, I, again, just to clear the air and make sure everybody's tracking exactly what's going on here, because uh, you know I, unlike a lot of well, most, uh, not even just a lot, most, the overwhelming majority, upwards of the 90th percentile range of, um, if you want to use the term, I don't, I don't like these terms, right wing, left wing, conservative, whatever. I'm just me, and I try to tell the truth as much as I can, to, 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 you know, um, because we live in an empire of lies, and I don't play for a fucking team. 
uh, like a lot of these, you know, resistance conservative outlets do. You're just the PR firm for the Conservative Party of Canada. Stop pretending like you're anything other than that. You're not really journalists. You're propagandists just like the other side is. Uh, and you get paid to do it. You get paid to do it from these massive you know, funds, democracy fund, these endowment funds, and so on. So let's just cut to shit, okay? Um, the actual independent people in this country have no support, you know, um, not just myself, but I've, I've been banned from everything I don't know how many times, and now they're taking bank accounts and probably phones and everything else next. So anyway, uh, in the interest of, you know, showing you the, the deets, you know, I blanked out my, my address here, but here it is. Oh, that's not what I wanted. There it is. Uh, what does this even say? The Bank of Nova Scotia decided to terminate one or more aspects of our banking relationship. Oh, no. Well, surely there'll be an explanation. Surely there will be a reasoned, thoughtful um, you know, decision that we can that we can look upon and, and compare to other decisions and go, this, this, this makes rational sense, and this clearly is not uh, a purely a politically motivated um, you know, move. This, this is... Because of, well, let's go to page two. Uh, we're not accepting, not, not further. We ask you consult. Effective this, canceled. Effective that, canceled. Effective this, canceled. Interest rate. You know, uh, no, still no reasons. Effective the 28th. Your overdraft protection will be terminated. Okay, but what's the reason? Should you have any questions, do not hesitate to call us <laughs> at one 877 Yours truly, Scotia Bank. Not even a person, not an office, not anyone. Who do you consult? You don't consult anyone because it's a faceless multinational conglomerate uh, billion dollar. What do they make? Ten trillion? Ten trillion? They wish. They they're trying. Ten billion dollars in profits last year. How much did you make last year, Scotia Bank? By the way. And I also want to make sure that people understand this isn't. This is not an. Ex- if I. If I'd been a customer of CIBC, of BMO, of RBC, of TD, of any of these other, any of these other, you know, they they would have done the exact same thing. This wasn't the bank's decision. I I find that very unlikely. I'm pretty sure somebody leaned on them to make sure that they're, you know, doing what they're supposed to do. So it wouldn't have made any difference. And if you think any of these other banking chains, these other massive, you know, franchises of stealing, of of criminality, of money laundering, of you know, just Evil banks are literally the, the most evil thing in the world. I think it's pretty close. It's it's a, there's a toss up, but they're up there near the very very tippy top. Um, so fuck the bank, and uh, all of them are not not any better. So yeah, you know fuck Scotia Bank, but all of them are, are just as evil. Um, they're they're predators and and they, you know, the cause of a lot of the world's misery. To be honest, they facilitate it and enable it and. That's all you really need to say about that. I don't think people need to be convinced that the bank is not a not a nice place, you know, not not good people. So we'll just uh, that's enough for now. So don't go to the bank. They'll I can't go there. They'll they'll arrest me. <laughs> I have so many videos and things like. There's too much here. I don't know if I'm able to get all to it tonight, but I will try. I will try to do a better job, despite being an odious dirtbag who's not even worthy of an explanation. Or anything that's being done, well, you're just supposed to sit there and take it and and, and enjoy it while the uh, you know pretend opposition in this country continues to um, you know play for the bad guys because they do. They they're really just weak and, and small and sad. Sergeant Rock, how you doing, man? He says there's no left or right in Daglon. We just like going straight ahead, full speed. Unlike the Cirques on this planet that love their misinformation and and need someone else to think for them. DNDF. Thank you very much, brother. And the real Bret Hart of Dagon, unlike that fake one. That guy sucks. Have you seen the fake Bret Hart? He's the worst. He says, My vet brother in law was rushed to the hospital because of his PTSD issues over the weekend. After five hours waiting to see the doc, they gave him sleeping pills, a phone number to call, and sent him home. You can't even make this up. Get made. 
I've I've talked about this recently, and without spending too much time on it because I'm really bad for wandering off into crazy and I never get to a lot of the stuff I, I intend to or mean to I write it down I save it all and I just throw it away <laughs> these streams are very much like war I have lots of planning and lots of ideas and you know and then when I get here it's all out the goddamn window it's really <laughs> it's on no plan survives first contact with the enemy as they say but I've t- I did talk about this before and I don't want to spend too much time on it but my I've had a lot of experience in you know with this obviously being in the military and a lot of, I know a lot of a lot of guys that have gone through these systems and I've heard so many stories and I again I will reiterate I do not know a single person ever to go through the mental health system and get better in fact most of them got worse and many of them died many of them killed themselves or went on a rampage or or something after being dosed up with 15 different prescriptions which can't possibly be safe I remember raising this issue um uh you know I've, I've talked about this in the past when 20 mid 20 teens time sometime 2014 maybe around that time 13 um you know dealing with the uh you know the the inherent difficulties that come with uh shouldering the load of having to fight you know in wars and so on and the stress that comes with that they give you a lot of uh you know advice not so much advice but a lot of prescriptions and i at one point i had you know 12 um to which i thought was becoming insane and these are all psychoactive you know so they went in the trash. I was like, that's, that's enough of that. Uh, eventually, I moved on to a uh, marijuana prescription and exercise and a healthier you know, lifestyle and, um, and, and, and left the military. And then I was much better after that. <laughs> after that. However, uh, that being said, um, the people I do know that, that recovered from tailspins and ended up, you know, the mental health system had nothing to do with it um, at all. So, again, controversial opinion. I got a lot of those here. Uh, because I actually tell the truth and people don't like it. That's, that's a known, that's a very verifiable thing. Uh, people don't like people to tell the truth. They never have. They often kill those people. So yeah, that's where we're at. All right. Camus Key says, according to the claim of the Russian media, as a result of the information it has obtained, Russian intelligence is adding 100 to 500,000 new military personnel to Ukraine, as well as 1,500 tanks. Yeah, they're, they're going, they're going for the kill here soon. Uh, they're going to try and head off the incoming, um, Reinforcements from the West, from NATO, in the form of tanks, Patriot missile systems. Um, you know, n- newly they're training these Ukrainian, you know, rear units in in America, in Canada, in the United Kingdom, in Europe, and so on. And they're going to send them there, trained up, barely, prop, very bare bones. It's a shit show. And uh, with these very complicated advanced weapon systems, they're not going to be able to employ effectively or properly. It's just going to go down a hole. It's throwing money at, at, at a problem, and you know, putting a bandaid on a bullet hole, and it's just uh, it's not going to work. So the Russians are going to try to attack before then it looks like from the north and south and just try and cut cut the whole thing in half and and that'll be it because you know there's no time like the present if they wait too long then you know they're just that this is going to keep going this endless pouring in of weapons and money and, and you know to ukraine is going to go on forever i would argue uh you know being a sane person you know you've got uh, poland and germany all these different countries they want to send all their tanks canada sends everything but we're not a sane country we're a very very stupid country well i don't mean we i i live in diagonal with the regular people and all of these fucking retards uh, live in canada canada's decided to empty its military entirely uh, into the jaws of the in, into ukraine to just you know dump it all away so we're basically defenseless and can't possibly uh, you know we're in rough shape you know and this war isn't going anywhere anytime soon the russian uh, vice president what is he Medvedev, he, he was the president briefly. You know, he kept the seat warm for Putin while he took a vacation or something. Said, uh, you know, we're going to World War III. It's pretty, if that is that is very pretty much. I don't see any way that does that 
does not happen at this point. I don't see any other any way out of it at all. Um, so that being said, you should be not only hanging on to the weapons you do have, you should be reinforcing them, bolstering them, getting more training, you know, preparing for the eventual, inevitable, unavoidable conflict that is to come. Instead of throwing it down a bottomless pit and into a black hole from which it can't be recovered and will have minimal effect on the enemy anyway. That's, but again, that's just my opinion as a professional soldier of 15 years. What would I know? Listen to politicians. Listen to people like them because they're warriors and they're very inept, very adept. <laughs> Sorry, a slip of the tongue very adept uh, war fighters and strategists and so on um you know oh they listen to the military no they don't they actually don't they just do whatever the hell they think is uh, going to be popular to you know for their career um they haven't done anything good for the military in quite some time secular 007 says hello all of my fellow dags good evening rage good evening sir how are you how are you? How's Rumble doing? Mostly everybody's still over there. Good, good. We got a good, good crew over there. That's my favorite one for now until they ban me. Hopefully they don't, but you never know. I uh, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we got pretty much yeah, YouTube. Most of the YouTube people did eventually find their way back in. RagingDistant.com has all the links, has all the things. If you're not, you know, if you're not aware of that and you get lost, I don't know. It's on the screen, guys. What do I have to do? Do I have to get Kevin to hold your hand? If Kevin has to be telling you what to, I, then. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of, obviously, the debanking, you know, shit, a little bit more uh, of that. Um, I do appreciate uh, uh, one of the guys there. I have to go to my email to get his name. But uh, Bexty's Counter Signal put up an article about it, which was nice. Um, but other than that, it's, it's pretty much just full-blown media, you know, radio silence uh, as it is and as it will continue to be because of, because of who I am. That's, that's, let's just cut, cut the shit. Okay. Um, that's why that's what it is. And nobody wants to have anything to do with me because they're afraid because I'm not afraid because I, my, you know, my nutsack works and my spine is intact. So I'm not afraid to go into these difficult areas and talk about these things and, t and, and tell the truth and, and say, fuck you, you're a liar. You're a scumbag. And these are the things you do. And, and blah, blah, blah. And that obviously has, has, you know, garnered a lot of negative attention towards me and garnered police attention, immediate attention, well before any arrests ever took place, by the way. I, I will reiterate that. Probably worth, you know, pointing this out at least once. You know, here's, a, here's one. It says, I was a subject of interest in Saskatchewan. Really? In January of 2022? January, January 10th. Before I was ever arrested, I was already a person of interest. That's odd. It's an odd thing. What, why was I interesting to the to the Saskatchewan RCMP? I don't know. Must have been. I, I'm sure it wasn't those videos of me criticizing the RCMP for bungling, covering up, and participating. God knows what they were doing in a in a mass murder operation in in, uh, in Nova Scotia. That's probably not it. It's probably not that video that had millions of views. Uh, that didn't put me on any kind of list. No, 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 no. Believe the media. Believe Sheila Gunn Reed. <laughs> I heard from somebody who heard from somebody. Oh, did you? Did you hear? Did you hear about this though? Did you hear about how on August sixth, twenty twenty one, I was uh, being investigated to uh, collect information on my ideology? And they're looking into my background, and my military career history, and I have a very active presence on social media. And he runs his own podcast, and so, oh my good, very scary. Why is this in a police report? You're, you, you may ask. That's a very good question to which no one will give you an answer. Why are why are um, why are outspoken political dissidents in the country being investigated by police? Just because? Apparently, it would seem. Uh, here's another one. Here's another part of this wonderful investigation talking about seditious conspiracy. I believe the Republic of Diagalon. What Republic? What are you... Dude, have another drink, bro. Is a terrorist group, as defined in the criminal code. Oh, we're terrorists. So the police do believe we're terrorists. That's nice. Me, my imagination, Philip and I, 
We are terrorists. And again, in August of 2021, this was the decided, this was the opinion, the reasonably believed. Really. Ongoing conspiracy. Mm, really. Likely to result in conduct or harm referred to, oh, right, we're going to harm people, endangering lives and causing risk. Yeah, okay. Really. Really, that's fantastic. D- does that cover anywhere? Anybody get on, get, get on that? Or no, no, we just, we heard what CBC said, so we're going to. We're going to go with that. We're going to talk about that because you're definitely not being targeted. This is all your own fault. Meanwhile, you have, uh, you know, the anti-hate, who they really love is Antifa, who have, who have been, you know, waging their own little civil war of, of their own uh, in America, utilize, you know, it, it, is Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta has, has been culturally enriched the most, most recently, by the progressive, tolerant, and, and loving hands of, of Antifa. And a night of rage because somebody shot somebody. Somebody gets shot by police, probably for doing something fucking stupid they should have been doing. But it does happen. Uh, but their response is to you know burn cars, shoot shoot at people with gun, get in gunfights with police, um, blow up cars with Molotov cocktails, and use bombs. Uh, bombs were actually uh, used. Right, a smash window, set police cars on fire, and shoot at law enforcement officers. That's nice. Peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. Also very peaceful. So again, the Canadian authorities like to pay so much attention to me and my potential. Do you know they thought I was connected to the fucking guy in uh, uh, Buffalo that shot up the super mar- supermarket? Like a dozen cops. Like, like that was a really big. Ooh, we better make sure he doesn't know. We. I think this might be Mackenzie. What? What in the? F- but you know what? Is anybody going to investigate this? Nope. No, you won't. No, you won't. Because your media fucking uh, gods don't care about this. They don't care that there's actual terrorists running around, killing people, guns, bombs, the whole thing. That is what that is what they are. They're communist terrorists, and they should all be arrested and put on trial and probably put to death uh, for domestic terrorism. Because that's what they are. They probably should. Um, was that going to happen? Probably not, because you know why? The people in charge uh, like these people. They think they're doing a good thing. It doesn't matter that they're breaking the law. That's not how it works. How it works is the people in power decide how to enforce the law, how you have it enforced. That's political interference, bro. That doesn't happen in democracies. That is conspiracy talk. You just wait. You just wait. You think that's, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I have so much, so much that I cannot wait to show the world, and there are so many people out there that they're, listen, there's not enough crows in the world that you are going to be able to eat before this is all over, okay? I just got some more information today. I, ooh, I don't know. A lot of political interference in my cases. Hey, some pretty high offices, you know, personally directing the police around. Jeepers creepers. I mean, that seems highly irregular. Doesn't it? Almost borderline. Illegal, uh, or blatantly illegal, something like that. But you'll have to wait and see on that one. It's coming. Oh, the real, the dark comedy reality show of my life just gets better and better every day. The mostly peaceful protests in Atlanta. I'm sure everyone's feeling so much safe now that the fash has been bashed. I'm sure Atlanta is better than ever. I'm sure, it's a wonderful place to be. You know, Godzilla, how are you, brother? He says I refuse to sell our tanks to Ukraine, so Scotiabank seized our assets and sent robot dogs. To firebomb our factory with Molotov cocktails. <laughs> Robot dogs. They don't even have, they didn't even have the guts and the and the respect to send human fighters. They sent robots. That's, that's low. I'm not even worth fighting as a man, man to man. You're going to send robot dogs to attack my factories? This is, this is pretty low even for you, Circulon. Uh, it says the battle is still ongoing, but looking pretty good. I mean, come on, we've got all the tanks. Respectfully, Godzilla Unchained, CEO Dagalon Waffenfabrik. You keep making those flags. You keep making those weaponized 
Whatever it is you're doing. You're doing something. Good. Keep keep it up. <laughs> uh, I just thought of a memory, but I'm not going to. Sergeant Rock says, I read a story about those leopard tanks we bought to go to war in Afghanistan. Sounds like the tanks that came back were pretty mothballed. I bet we don't have more than 40 operational tanks. Probably less. I would guess 20 or less. It's not good, man. We're in bad shape for parts, for equipment, for um, mechanics, for, for drivers, for soldiers. We have a lot of officers, though. I think we have more officers than ever before. Um, good ones. Great ones, actually. There's no... Some, some stuff that's really... I mean, you're going to be... You're going to feel really good. When you see... When you see... Who it is that's manning the walls at night to keep you safe from, uh, you know, would-be predators and so on... You're going to feel like a million bucks. You're going to say, you know what? I, I can't believe I ever thought anything. Um, career. Now, five years ago, I would have said, this is a troll. This can't be real. But it's not five years ago. It's now. And now is completely insane. Uh, so it's very possible that Julie here, with the um, almost maximum amount of virtue signaling, not totally, but a lot of it, um, humanist, isn't this ironic? That's that's a that's a moniker I used to go by for some reason because I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. But I just ah, it sounds nice, I guess. Kind of no, it's not correct. There's a certain segment of the population that's adopting this humanist uh, description. I think it's I think it's amusing and interesting and kind of ironic. Career army officer, Canadian flag, trans flag. Okay, so we got a trans officer with rainbow people. Yeah, I see. Um, more flags, rainbow flags, trans flags, she, uh, pronouns, of course, working to improve CAF diversity, Ontario via Newfoundland. Good. We need more diversity. We need more of this. The Russians are terrified. I can't, this is why they won't, this is why the Russians won't really just kick it into third gear and be like, let's just get this over with. They're terrified. They're terrified that uh, Rainbow Karen is going to virtue signal them to death. Imagine the hashtags that will be unleashed. Imagine the Twitter bullying that will happen. Imagine all of the tweets and retweets and the threads. My God, the threads, okay? They're going to have a, they're going to say thread and they're going to use a thread emoji and they're going to go, one, Russia and Vladimir Putin, blah, 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 two, three, you know, down to 26 and of this, you know, narcissistic bullshit that they think, because they think they're very important and people need to know what they think and it's all very, it's all very... <laughs> And then they just circle jerk each other and, and retweet their own garbage that no one's listening to, that nobody cares about. Nobody cares. Nobody has ever cared. So, you know, Russia better watch out for that because they're not ready for that. That kind of, I mean, sure, war is one thing, but are you ready for, for virtue signaling on Twitter? Bro, you've got no fucking, you're not, you're not ready, Russia. You're going down, son. You better, you better ship up. You better shape up and sh you better... I don't know what you got to do, but you better do all of it and then some because, you know, we have these we have warrior officers. All right. You couldn't possibly hope to get into the mind frame of, of the brutality that is warfare, let alone modern war, more deadly, more lethal, more very likely to die than ever before. War is more lethal and dangerous and risky and all in roll the dice than ever in history. Oh, I see you have a dice emoji there. That's good. That's good. You're going to want to have that. I'm glad we have these people, uh, you know, that, that are, that are all about that mindset that know that know that they know what they have to do what it, what it takes to win. Um, they, they know how hard it's going to be. They know how far things are going to have to go. They know. 
They're all about it. And and more importantly that they know they have the mindset and they and they live it out every day. They're they're absolute ruthless killers um, that operate with a well military like efficiency. Really. They just uh, you know, you don't they're they're the warriors of the nation and they are to be feared. <laughs> Don't mistake my laughter for anything other than other than fear, because I laugh when I'm afraid. <laughs> That's also true, <laughs> you know. And you know we have we have a unified government. We have a unified, you know. It's nice to see people like to see it. Harrison Faulkner asks, "What is this? This Harrison is is Canada okay? Despite our differences, we all st- are in this together. Unlike you." Harrison, that is a that is what do you? That's there's only one Harrison, and that's Harrison Ford. Who do you even think you are? Your your last name even starts with F. I bet you're hoping you could go by Harrison Ford. No, no. So what is this? This this is how it's done. What did you think? Did you Harrison? 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 Did you really think that these people? Like, as, as serious as these issues are and as angry and as life-ruining as the last oh, five years has been on the average Canadian and polarized the country to such a degree, more so than ever probably in our national history, so to dangerously to the point, if not we're already past it, of no return to where these divisions cannot be healed and people are really, really, you know, eye-bleedingly angry and upset and desperate. Uh, did you think that th- that would be reflected by the people that they supposedly represent? <laughs> No, no, we, they're all in this together. Did you think they actually cared about you, that any of this would bother them? Did you think it would be a problem for these people to stand next to each other after everything that's happened and be like, ah, oh, you know what? Solidarity. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me that you've destroyed the country and ruined lives of countless people and probably irreparably, fatally wounded the nation. That's fine. I'll we'll smile and shake hands and so on. Un, you know. There's nothing genuine about these people. Nothing. You know when my you know when I shook hands with him, it actually sunk into his hand a little bit. I could see my fingers inside of his hand. I think he was a hologram. I'm not sure he's a real person. <laughs> oh, they're 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 gonna get the lips out. Oh yeah, it'll be fine. They will. They will get the libs out. And then hologram B will take over for hologram X and hologram C will clap. They're not holograms. They're real. They're just robots. They're just robots that don't think for themselves. It's all so tiresome, CRJ. I agree, brother. It very much is. Short and long says, for fuck's sakes, Jeremy. She honestly is uh, of use as a fascine for trench bridging. I'm not sure... Would you be taken prisoner by that? Fight to the death. No, I, I wouldn't be. I would not be taken prisoner by that. Um. <laughs> I'd be confused by what it was and what it was doing here. Like, why are you lost? Are you looking for, like, why are you dressed up like a soldier? You're not one of those. I am too! No. No, you're a walking advertisement for the results of Marxism. You're not a soldier. You're an ideologic, you're a fanatic ideologue that um, is disgusting to look at. You, you represent the decay and entropy of Western civilization. It's embodied in your in your being. It's very frightening. You know, I don't know what I if something you counter something like that. I wouldn't surrender to it. 
They'll probably do stuff to you. Probably do butt stuff to you. You know? They seem very focused on sex. Pronouns, flags, this is what I like to do with my... I, wanna, I want you to know that I may look like a woman, but I'm going to fucking dick. It's important for me to advertise that for some reason. I need people to know. Yeah, I'd be careful. Don't don't surrender to those. They will they will do they will do penetrations on you, and I don't mean with needles. Well, they'll do that too, but after that, they may do other things, things unspeakable things, things you will never recover from. Uh, Sean M, how are you, sir? He says today's war fighting ain't about using field craft. It's about using the ECM blanket to cover their drones from spotting you and walking in artillery and on you from forty kilometers out. And the tanks, the Russians are using their 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 stuff very um, smartly because they don't have as much, and they have to. You know, conserve as much as they can and be as smart and as careful as possible uh, because they're fighting the entire planet. You see, they can't afford to lose tons of shit like they are. Uh, they can't afford to have entire brigades wiped out weekly like like the NATO side is because they can't replace those nearly as fast. It would, You know, so they have to be careful. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's very I, I would not want to be an infantryman in a modern war. I, I'd say you're in a in a year. If you were deployed on a regular consistency for, I would say, a year in a real war, like a real modern war, I don't consider what we did in Afghanistan and Iraq, like, really, it's not the same thing. A counterinsurgency war is war in a sense, but it's not. Uh, so you've got MMA versus, you know, boxing. Both both very difficult sports, you know, but one has the potential to hurt you way worse than you know, the other. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's not a good comparison. But, but a modern war, I mean, so the Taliban, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, all those people that I'm almost just as bad, in, uh, uh, bad as, according to uh, uh, Mubin Sheikh, the the uh, state expert on domestic terrorism, I'm nearly just, the guy that celebrated the 9-11 attacks and is, is ma- actively making fun, mocking uh, vaccine-injured people. Yeah, that guy. I'm just as bad as Al-Qaeda and, and those guys. So ISIS and Al-Qaeda, they, they didn't have T-90 tanks. They didn't have drones, space-based weapons, satellites, a global network of spies, uh, vast sums of money, nuclear weapons, a competent air force. You know, the list goes on. So uh, us fighting against that is substantially more dangerous, as bad as it was in Iraq and Afghanistan. This is much, much more, much more lethal. You don't, you don't understand. You want to see something... I'll just give you a taste, because I, I don't want this to be that kind of a channel. Um, however, uh, sometimes, and, and there's no, obviously, you know, gore or anything, so it shouldn't be shouldn't be a, bad, a problem to show you. Why do I have to scroll up so, so far? There it is. No, wait, that's not it. This is, um... So this is Ukraine. This is a po- this is post one of a, a Russian artillery strike, and it appears what they've hit them with was lava. Yeah, they literally buried them in lava. Hey guys, that look fun. Imagine getting imagine getting that dumped on your head in your trench positions. Can the Taliban do this? Hey guys, that are like, oh fuck it, fuck the Russians up. I was in Fallujah. Can can the <laughs> did ISIS do this though? Can they rain lava on your head? Because the Russians can. So that's something to think about, I think. I'd be careful, you know, I think the odds of you dying are a lot higher. I would say in the average year, the survival rate, meaning unharmed, you weren't grievously wounded or killed, you weren't a casualty, in a year 
I'd say the likelihood of that being you is less than 10%. I would say 90% of you are going to be killed or wounded in a year. I just don't see how... Like, there's no skill involved. It's literally luck who just didn't get... Tar- they either ran out of shells or ammunition or the drone just killed those guys instead of you. Like, or they, you know? That's, that you're living entirely on luck. Cool. You know, that's fun. I can't wait. It's good. Let's bring more death and mayhem to the world because we're the, le- we're the tolerant left and we're all about, you know, remember Occupy Wall Street and fuck the 99% and end the wars and, and end the Fed and bring the troops home and, and all of that wonderful stuff. Remember when the left was cool? I do. Um, and then it went retarded. It went completely retarded. Actually, it got taken over. The left actually got taken over by whatever it is now. I call them goblin creatures. They're people that weren't politically aware or active at all until probably the last few years, and they're going completely, entirely, primarily, exclusively on state dogma. That's what. Uh, that's what. They they look to authority to to see what the uh, what what the message is, and then they download it into their firmware, and they go back out and and enact it. There's no thinking involved whatsoever. That's not. That's not what the left used to be. The left used to be anti-war, you know, and and you know, freedom, pro-freedom. It was very much against government censorship, debanking, for example. They were very much against that. Um, you know, all the all the spy bills that were being put through by the U.S. government. You know, the Patriot Act and that kind of stuff was very alarming and frightening, and you know, pri- spying on people's emails and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we were all against that, and then the left was like, hey. This is cool and everything, but I think I'm going to be a tyrannical despot, and I think I want to be a totalitarian communist now. I want to cut the dicks off kids. I want to, I want to, you know, <laughs> I want to have wars like crazy. I want to spend more money than ever before. I want to enslave the country. I want to just give up national sovereignty. I want to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So you know, that's funny. Remember, remember Free Palestine? Yeah, I was doing that before any of you people knew what the fuck was going on. That's the fascist. You're a moron. You're a moron. That that used to be one of the big left wing, uh, you know, left. Oh, those damn hippies! Yeah, we were very much anti-Israel as well because of what they're they're genocide. You know, they're guilty of genocide. Are you even aware of this? This is ongoing. Our country funds this. We help them, uh, or or we say nothing, which is which is wonderful. And uh, it's an ongoing genocide against the Palestinian people. But. That's it's it's really bad too. It's like people getting crushed with tanks, women getting shot in the face, uh, little kids getting shot in the dink because you know the Israelis think it's funny, like with incendiary rounds and stuff, and buildings being bulldozed and stuff. Like, and then they like hijack their TV stations and just blast high, high you know, hardcore porn twenty four seven around the clock on all their TVs. St- blows up their hospitals, uh, blockades the country, so no aid is allowed in ever. So they're basically living on scraps and. And then they've got the author- the Palestinian Authority, which is like the Gestapo for the... Oh, you know, it's it's fantastic what's going on over there. You know, anyway, that used to be a leftist cause, but that's gone now because Orange Man bad and all of that stuff. They don't even... It's, it's insane, man. And that's how you know porn is a weapon, by the way. That, that literally seals the deal. The Israelis invaded, again, to kill a fucking pile of people, again... And uh, one of the things they did was was blast pornography, hardcore pornography, on their televisions, nonstop, round the clock. Why would they do that? You do that to people you're at war with. Why? Because you like them? Because you're trying to help them? No, no. It's it's distracting them. It's going to weaken them. It's going to fuck with their heads. You know, it's not good. They're not. 
They chose that instead of like, pro I mean, you have control of their TV stations. They chose that instead of saying like, surrender now and you will be given amnesty. You know, like the regular pro kind of wartime propaganda. They're like, no, show them pawn. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but I don't know if I want to know why. All right. Alphane Moon. Alphane Moon. What is that? Or Alpha Neat Nay Moon? I'm going to call you Moon. I'm not sure how this is going to go yet. I don't know. This is a new relationship. I've never seen you before. It says, my friend is a Ukrainian immigrant. She says half her family back in Donbass is freaking out because they don't want to be part of a communist Russia. The other half is happy. Father Putin is coming to save them from the pedophiles of the West. There's old generations there that remember living under the nightmare of the Soviet Union and don't want to go back to that and are afraid of that being the case. Rightfully so. Wouldn't you be? Um, and again, the world has definitely changed from the 80s. Secular, hasn't it though? Hasn't it though? If it's changed, think of the 1980s. I'll just help you a little bit because I don't know what songs I need. Um, where is where is a good? Uh, you know, so it's the 80s. You know, Michael Jackson's still awesome. Motley Crue's doing blow, riding motorcycles, and Ronald Reagan's, you know. Remember that? Remember that, America? If it can change from that to this, what has Russia potentially changed into? It's interesting to think about, isn't it? Good. Secular 07 says Jimmy likes riding in the middle. He's got to. He's got to getting. He's got to go skiing. Man on the mountain, an ordnance technician at a dead run, outranks everybody. An ordnance technician at a dead run. I'm not sure what that means. I'll take your word for it. Jay, the real Donald T. Rumble, how are you? While they waste assets on Ukraine to protect their laundromat, eyes on Taiwan. Eyes on the girls, though. No, for real, we're probably going to have World War III. It's, we, we should pay attention. Stop. Put the porn down, guys. It, there's problems ahead, you know? Rough waters and so on. Madam Breezy says, you never go full retard. You're not supposed to. You are never supposed to, but sometimes it happens. Jaded Mandarin says, Buddy pulled out of Scotiabank today, gave him uh, the runaround, but after three hours, left with a bank draft. Wow. You know? And um, it's funny. I didn't even really... I'm just making sure I got them all. Oh, I missed one. Doug Shit says, Can you unban my Entropy account? I'm not a Fed poster. My name is Kevin F Federline. K-Fed, not the Kevin Federline that made Britney crazy. That's a different Kevin Fe I don't know if I want to. You said Kevin Federline too many times and Kevin. Both of those things upset me. Especially when Britney was like publicly with Kevin Federline. We were all like, what? That guy? Come on. He's a fucking dancer. A dancer, Britney. You could be married to Genghis Khan. You could literally have anyone in the world right now. And you're like, I like this weird dancer guy. What? Whatever. I mean, you should have. That was a red flag right there, guys. You know, you ever meet a chick and it's like, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend. And you're like, really? 
Ooh, trouble ahead, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I really? Oh, I, I must. You know what? I think we should. Uh, let's not hang out anymore. Hoghead. He says you're a source of information, a wide variety of opinions to find what to believe in. It's just you know, one guy. You don't like it? Turn it off. That's how it's supposed to be. But that's not the new. That's not the new Canada. Everybody's talking. Sit down, Kevin. Sit down, Kevin. I don't know how many times I have to. I'm just getting really tired of this. Kevin. Hey, Forkfaced is here. You guys, he's hilarious. I don't know. Do you have a website or a channel? Remember that Zelensky video? <laughs> Where he was, I look like I smell like a walking ashtray or something. He'd say, I look like I smell like cigarettes. Or <laughs> it's like, he does. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah, he does these hilarious voiceovers. Go find him. I know he's on Telegram somewhere. Forkfaced. Funny. Fuck, dude. You're awesome. <laughs> what was I? What was I doing? Uh, Sean M. Boxing versus a gunfight. Yeah, yeah, it's it's much more. The stakes are much higher, guys. It's much higher. And that, dude, Telegram, I'm telling you, that's where everything is. Not on iPhones because they, they censor it, apparently. There's nothing you can do. You got to get an Android or something else and get on the Telegram.org and get the app. And there is shit on there that will blow your mind. It's just there's no rules. It's whatever. It's like here's a guy getting shot to death. And you're like, cool. I saw a video the other day. Um, some of you guys have seen it. I don't want to like show, not because I don't care, right? It doesn't bother me at all. But I remember when I wasn't used to this kind of stuff, and it was very bothersome to watch people being fucking shot to death on screen. You know, it wasn't just another day. You know, so so out of respect to those people, oh, I don't want to ruin their innocence. I don't need to, you know. However, there's a video that was going around of some Russian guy helmet cams this, like, dude. Throws it, he, he fires a grenade at this a Ukrainian trench. There's two guys in it, and he's kind of off to their like five o'clock position. And then he fucking ru- runs up there. They're kind of dazed and screwed. Oh, one guy's confused, the other guy's bleeding from they're both kind of confused. They don't know who he is. And he starts, he's like, Listen, motherfucker, put your hands up, hands up right now. Let's go, hands, hands, hands. And they're like, What, what, who are you? What the hell? And they're yelling, Friendly, we're friendlies. And he's like, Listen, asshole, like they're you know. Hands up and like give me your weapons. He tries to grab the guy tries to grab this guy's Kalishnikov and he doesn't let it have it. Doesn't let him have it. Instead of shooting him like he should, the Ukrainian guy's just confused and he's like pulling back on this rifle that the Russian guy's trying to grab. And then the other guy gets up and starts fucking around with like, you know, doing something and he's like, "Hey, fucking get down." And then the other Russian guy, the other Ukrainian guy goes, "Fuck you." So he goes, "Okay," and just wastes them both. Point blank range in the head. Bam 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 bam. bam. Gets out of the hole, rolls away. I was like, "That's how you do it." That's exactly how you do it. That guy, that Russian guy, textbook. In fact, I would, personally, I would not have given them the chance to surrender. I would have just shot them in the face as soon as I saw them. Their weapons are right now. I'm not, I'm not that confident. That's why. This guy, and here's how you can tell this guy is a seasoned badass. This guy, this is not his first fucking rodeo. He didn't even, he didn't have to give them the chance to surrender, but he thought he'd fucking go for it. He was so confident in his killing ability. He's like, I'll take on two guys by myself in a trench. I'll just jump right in there. I'll just jump right the fuck in and deal with it. I'll just handle this. Bro, what? Like, they could have just jumped him and stabbed him to death, and he was just like, nope, fuck these losers. <laughs> Whoa, you know? And then he's, as soon as they go, all right, I've, I'm uncomfortable with the amount of, you guys are clearly not surrendering. That's not how you surrender, guys. You don't do anything. You just put your fucking hands up and you don't do anything, and if you don't get shot, you're lucky. Here's another dark fact about war people don't like. People that surrender are often shot. More so than they aren't. Okay? Did you know that? 
for various reasons, logistic reasons. We don't have anywhere to keep prisoners. Who's going to feed them? So on and so forth. Not even for just like, we are evil. We're like, we don't, what, what do we, I, what do you want to let him go? Like saving Private Ryan, right? He gets away, rejoins the Wehrmacht, comes back and kills the guy that let him go. It's like, no, no. They, so all, everyone does this, by the way. Oh, yeah, the Germans would do that. No, Americans did it. Canadians did it. Canadians shot tons of prisoners in, on D-Day <laughs> in Normandy. Uh, so, you know. You're either going to surrender and roll the dice, hope they don't kill you, or you're going to go for it and kill the guy before he kills you. That's all you got. And they and they just kind of, you know. See, again, everybody's like, is YouTube down? It's on, I told you, other page. You got to follow Telegram. We're on a different one. So, you know. He was a war criminal. No, no, they just didn't surrender right. You can't be fucking doing shit like that. Put your hands up. Give me a rifle. No, I think I will keep it. Sergey, go look for some grenades. Yes, I'll just scramble around over here. Okay, that's enough. Blah, blah, blam, blah, 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 blam. Floozers, he calls them like fags or something. It's hilarious. <laughs> just runs back and then the other Russian guys are like, oh, he's like, oh, I killed these two assholes in a hole over here. Where are we going now? Doesn't fucking... So he's probably been out there a while. That Russian guy is probably... I've been out here for seven months. I've killed hundreds of people. How many people are they going to do it? You surrender, you idiots. Man, they're just getting... If it wasn't for NATO helping them, this would have been over in a month. Three weeks would have been over. Instead, the entire world is fighting a proxy war against Russia, pretty much. And we're just going to pretend like it's not happening. Chet Chisholm says uh, that artillery is horrifying. The Russians just lava Ukraine. Oh, don't they? They've got worse shit. That's another thing about World War III. This is what we know about. Do you? I know for a fact America has secret weapons. Everyone knows this. That no one has seen before and no one will ever see unless it's absolutely necessary to use them. That's why. You, do you know why you keep secret weapons? So your enemy doesn't know that you have it. And then when you reveal it, you're going to kill him with it. And that's the end of it. But unless unless you need it, because then it's out, secret's out, and everybody's going to know about it. They can adapt strategies to defend against it. They can study it. They can try to figure out how to defeat it. They can, you know, all the kinds of that shit. But that first strike with a brand new weapon no one's ever seen before is always devastating. When the Wehrmacht, when the Germans first started the combined arms attack into Poland, no one had ever seen that before, ever. Air, ground, fucking sea assault. The Navy's fucking battering the defenses of the city in Danzig. They've got Blitzkrieg tanks and dive bombers. and fu- That shit never fucking happened before. It used to be like, here come thousands of men across the, the hill and we just mow them down with machine guns. They're thinking World War One, and this whole other, like, what the fuck, you know, happens. Which is now the standard. And then, of course, the atomic bombs were revealed. Oh, shit, that's fucking scary. Yeah, you know. That's that end of that war pretty fucking quick, didn't it? That's the end of Japan. They were planning to fight to the last man, and then they got nuked, and they're like, okay, all right, let's not, uh, okay, Twi- two times, yeah, that's a lot of nukes. We don't, how many more do they have? We don't know. They could literally end our civilization, couldn't they? All right, we're fucked. So for, <laughs> you know, so, and that was, how long has it been? And over the years, they've, oh, look, a stealth bomber, like different things. They have got shit in the back room, dude, I'm sure is horrifying. And I'm probably thinking of like the the robot variety. There's something else called the Swarm I saw on like a future weapon show like 15 years ago, 10 years ago. I think I was in Petawama, so maybe it was like 2012, 13. And it was called the Swarm. And, and they had, they were little drones about the size of your fist with like little wings on it. And they had red eyes, of course. 
for because they had infrared cameras on them. And they had little missiles about the size of a pen, just like this one, uh, affixed to the bottom. A little array of them, a couple of them. And uh, these missiles are anti-personnel missiles, and they're they're you know heat-seeking. These are heat-seeking anti-personnel missiles, the size of a pen, attached to a robot drone with a red eye that flies around looking for you. You can program it to search a grid square, a, a whatever radius you want, and tell it kill anything with a heat signature of about this size, and it will just fly around until it finds one, and psh, and you blow up. Now, if that's not scary enough, it's called the swarm. It's not one of these. It's thousands. Thousands of these just descend upon a grid square and say, I don't know, kill everything with a heartbeat. How, you, what do you got? You gonna, you, how's your campaign, guys? You got your campaign on? That'll help. You guys have, do you have any idea what the fuck you're getting into? So. Oh, no. I've red bulled myself. Now I got to get a dry cleaner. And that's and that was back then, right? So we know about the swarm. What else? What else do we have? Tennis rackets. I don't think you'll. Be, I don't think you'll be able to get close enough to do that. I don't know what the range on them was, but it was. Like, oh, and they can also like navigate in buildings. They were, it was showing them like go upstairs and around corners and hallways and checking how you know. So it's like, oh, just hide in this house. No, it's gonna come in. It's gonna come in the house. Look for you. Oh, co cool. Clean that up. Yeah, somebody clean that up. If only Dennis and Stacy were still here. Someday, maybe they'll come back. Uh, Blam says, given that World War III is within... We oh, I read this one already. He says, I wonder when our WEFist government starts to conscript the unjabbed for Ukrainian meat grinder. They know who we are and where we are after all. I'm glad you brought that up. So, funny enough, actually being unjabbed makes you... disqualifies you from service in the military. Uh, or at least it did until recently. So, there's that. Also... If you had, for example, a um, diagnosed mental health disorder, you are unsuitable for drafting into the military. Do you see where I'm going with that? I don't think anybody that doesn't want to get drafted is going to get drafted. Uh, you know, can't really draft obese people either. So imagine you're just like getting as fat as possible, fat as useless and fucked up as possible. <laughs> That's a different way to that's a different way to avoid a draft. I've never seen that one before. The old sloth method. Ah, oh, he's doing the old sloth trick. Oh, never take me now. Secular, what's up, man? He says, backup dancer, red flag. It is, Brittany. What was wrong with you? He says, production assistant, red flag. Stage manager, red flag. I all all red flags. All the things you need to keep away from in the industry, Brittany. I know she should have known that. But she was groomed from a young age in the Mickey Mouse Club. And to be honest, people were probably doing weird sexual things to her by the time she was eight years old. Probably. I mean, probably. What we've known now of Hollywood and, and the music industry and the, the whole thing. Ugh, man, there's a lot of greasy, you know, gross, gross stuff going on there. Ugh. Isaac Cappy used to talk about that a lot. And then he was mysteriously murdered <laughs> for saying, I'm probably going to get killed for talking about this, which then happened. And that was the end of that. Anyway, let's just move on. Let's just move on because that's what we do. That's what we do in Canada, every, all the places. Let's just move on. Let's move on to this. For I'm going to talk about some of this. Some of this banking stuff is really funny, um, but this is just to get it out of the way. Beetlejuice is back. Who's a, been a favorite character of mine for quite a while. This is Beetlejuice. This is the mayor of Chicago. Beetlejuice. Don't you don't need to. It's just Beetlejuice. Don't worry about it. 
tells the people of Chicago, otherwise known as Chicagoans, to just don't use money because there's a crime spree and people keep getting robbed. She's like, just don't use money then. And then there's nothing to rob. Hmm. The city's mayor suggested that those fearful of getting mugged or robbed should avoid using money altogether and offer digital transactions instead. Stay home and stay safe, in other words. Stay home, stay safe, use Amazon Prime, use whatever, you know, Uber Eats and DoorDash. Just have food come to your house. Come, just never leave your pod, all right? Run away from the problem. Just run away from the problem. Because that's how it's done. Because the problem is too difficult to deal with. Oh, just don't deal any, Don't do anything about the actual crime. Crime's out of control. Well, have you considered just not leaving your house? That's like your, you know, kids getting bullied at school, and you tell them, "Well, just don't go that way anymore. Just, just hide from that situation." That's a great life lesson, isn't it? To teach kids. Oh, you have a problem. We should just avoid it for as long as possible. <laughs> That's how everything always gets fixed. If you avoid it for as long as possible, it all gets better. During a debate Thursday night, Beetlejuice floated not using... Ca- oh, oh, there's a clip. Let's... Heard a lot of rhetoric here. A lot of samba. Oh, and the vo- her voice is so hot, man. Morgan, can you learn how to talk like this? I would really appreciate it. Heard a lot of rhetoric here, a lot of soundbites, but not a lot of concrete solution on how we get the job done and make... Can you see it? She's shaking like a leaf. She's got that thing. She's got the shakes. Watch. Heard a lot of rhetoric here. It's subtle, but you can see it. A lot of soundbites but not a lot of concrete solution on how we get the job done and make our residents and our workers safe. We're doing it every single day. I think the following- Oh, yeah, dude. Beetlejuice is... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's the size... Are we get? What's it say on the Richter scale? Sure. She's right down to the bones. And that if you can see it... We talked about something like that else. Something like that else, Jeremy, that's not how you... You're losing it, bud. Something like that where, uh, you know, how you, you feel like you're doing something and it feels like if your eye's twitching or, or something like that, you feel like it's way more noticeable than it is. Or if people feel like they were really nervous when they were speaking and you go back and watch it and it's like they couldn't tell. Like no one could tell. You feel like it's way worse than it is. How bad is it when you can fucking see it happening? <laughs> What's going on inside inside of her head? Ah! They're just like fucking beams are coming down. Oh my god! The whole the roof's fucking caving in. The dog's on fire. Like oh my. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's yelling. Why are you yelling? Because I'm crazy, just like Beetlejuice. Love is and your solution is. I just explained it. We have been in Little Village working with those street vendors, understanding what the nature of the crime is, making sure that we're doing things in concert with them okay. to help them uh, uh, make sure that their money is secure, not use money if at all possible, <laughs> using um, okay. other forms of transactions to take care of them. I don't mean to. I don't mean to knock. You know, I'm, I know I'm turning into a massive chauvinist, but you know, <laughs> but. This is such a feminine solution to a problem, isn't it? And not to be, it's just like, listen, honey, no, that's not how this is going to get fixed. Sorry. Well, just, just don't go that way. No, that's not going to work. Just don't use, just don't use money. No, uh, no. An aggressive approach is required. A confrontational approach is required to resolve this. There are criminals robbing your citizens. You are obliged to protect them from these criminals. Go stop them from doing it. Don't tell the victims of the crimes to adjust their behavior 
so they don't get robbed. Don't tell your victims to just hide better. Have you considered hiding better? That is not a, that is not the correct solution. Sorry, you are wrong. And a strong, confident man would have suggested um, to just go after the crim. Like that—that's your problem. It's not that people are using. Ca- they should. This shouldn't be happening at all. Beetlejuice. Do you understand? There's, there should be no one getting robbed to this degree. There should be no one getting robbed at all. So, as mayor of the city, I yeah, it's kind of your problem. That is something you're supposed to manage. I don't think you're doing it right. My opinion, it's the right one, but, you know, it's my opinion. <sighs> All righty, you know. And, you know, there's women that have the right ideas and think, you know, about things correctly. But oftentimes, sometimes it's, uh, <laughs> you know, there's probably a lot of women that agree with me. But that's just, uh, I don't know. It feels like a, it feels like a compromise to me. It feels like a kind of a weak, like, not to, oh, Jesus is going off the rails. <laughs> It feels like it's like a soft touch solution to a problem that does not, re- it requires much more than that to fix. You know, it, it, it feels like, have you tried like hugging them or being nice to them? Like, no, mom, that's not, it's not how this is going to be. Oh, let's just move on. Just go. Who cares? There's already an anti-hate article. <laughs> They all, listen, they all agree with me. That's a terrible, don't use money, just run away. No, no, don't, don't do that. Maybe arrest the people robbing everybody. You can do that. Have you thought of that? I know it's a wild concept. Or have you thought of not like just have a revolving door on your prisons where people have like 79,000 convictions and they just come in and out and 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 you just, maybe that's part of the problem too. I don't know. Feels like when there's no. Doesn't feel like there's a lot of deterrent at all, actually. And, you know, having now been to jail myself for a couple of months, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, if you're making a career out of this and it's like, oh, you're going to go back to jail for three months, it's like, meh. It's kind of a vacation, actually. Three months is, it's, you know, it's a biz- it's, it's like a career hazard. If you're a career criminal, it's like, hey, sometimes you get pinched. It's what happens, you know? Oh my good! You got caught with all. The, yeah, you'll you'll do ninety days, sixty days. You'll be right back out. That's a long record. Yeah, they don't care. No one cares anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. This is America. No one and no one goes to jail anymore. Unless if you're protesting at the Capitol, then you're gonna go to jail for fucking ever. We'll put you in jail for a million years, a billion years. We will put you in jail so long, so long that they'll have to dig up, dig up the Capitol building. What's left of it is an archaeological relic. That's all that's gonna be left, and you'll still be in jail then. Your bones will be in jail. The dust of your bones will be in jail. <laughs> I don't know what they're getting for sentences, but it's really ridiculous. It's really, really over the top. And it's uh, really an insane situation, you know? Imagine what they would have did. And, and this is what they did to everybody in Canada, too. The arrests and the debanking and all, the, all that shit that they've done to everybody here. That was for no- nothing. For nothing. For honking horns. Can you imagine if something like in this in America happened in Canada? You would never, you'd well, you'd never get out of jail. You'd be in there for, you'd be doing a long, long, you know. Oh. How many people did they kill? Oh, none. <laughs> Some of them did get killed, though. It's an insurrection. I don't know. That's the right word. Look like a bunch of pissed off people to me doing minimal damage. They really could have wrecked the place, and surprisingly, they didn't do that much of a, didn't make that big of a mess. 
I don't know. I th- I I thought it would. I would have had fun. I would have had fun with it. Let's see. You'd like to be there when that happened. I'm like, well, I I probably would have been fine with it. <laughs> What's going on out there? Angry mob. Really cool. <laughs> Looking out the window. Holy shit. I wouldn't be getting PTSD like fucking AOC. It was so scary. You weren't even there. You weren't even there. It doesn't matter. I'm scared all the time anyway. Buzzy says I'm late. Been at the milk house. Someone has to say. Someone has to stay home and be the carpet beggar. The milk house. What's a milk house? This must be some kind of farming term, right? I don't know anything about cattle farming. I hope that's some kind of cattle farming term, and you weren't at some weird, deranged, you know, sex dungeon that's called the milk house. That would be weird. Um, Scarecrow says, I remember a TV movie from when I was a kid a long time ago. It was about two men who pretended to be gay in order to avoid the draft for Vietnam. That was MASH, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know which one it was. Um, I miss anybody on Rumble? No, I did not. Are we all good? Are we caught up? Are we caught up to the... Okay, good. Okay, good. So I did mention that nobody really wanted to cover this because I'm, I'm a toxic, horrible person. I'm mentally deranged, deeply disturbed. I believe I'm an alcoholic now as well. Um, I'm a lot of things that people who have never met me or talked to me or spent any time with me at all in person uh, say. <laughs> so nobody really wants to, uh, you know, fine by me. You know, I think lots of, you know, lots. Of, there should be less people, to be honest. It really does. And they agree at Davos. Is it the half the... Yeah, just before I move on, I just want to make sure everyone knows that this was said out loud in real life and people clap. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. This is, um, is this the, this is the Pfizer executive, no? Is this Bourla speaking? I think so. It's one, I may be mixing him up with somebody else, but he's one of the, he's a bigwig. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19, in California, and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today, this dream is becoming a reality. That dream he, he just said was to reduce the world's population by 50%, and then people clapped that the dream was becoming a reality. So that's just, I just want you to remember that. That's, that's a thing that's going on out there. I heard noises. They're back. They're back. Anyway, as an odious dirtbag, <laughs> where are we doing? I, I don't want to. I'm really debating this. Do I even waste my time? I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should. I don't want to. But do I have to? Um, yeah, we might as well. We might as well. We might as well. Because uh, I don't appreciate it. I don't think it's very nice. I don't think it's very nice at all. So nobody wants to... Infowars uh, did get a, did touch me. We were supposed to do something today, but then something happened last minute. They had to run some rerun from 2021. I don't know what happened. Hopefully, I don't know. Was Alex Jones killed today by police or anything? I don't I don't know what happened there. But... Outside of that, no. And then what I really like is when... When, when, when places like this who have done... Nothing but shit on me forever, by the way. Forever. And let, let's just go take a, a walk through memory lane for a second. Because I've really had it up to here with this, with these fucking people. 
So you remember the uh, there was the whole Homer Cotter thing, you know. Ezra was even there. Talked to him, shook his hand, talked to him for five or ten minutes. Um, they did use some footage of me, but they never used my name or who or anything like that, and uh, just generally ignored my existence. It was a very, you know, it's a very hot topic for a few days there, and nobody wanted, no one anywhere, not a single journalist in the country actually, which was odd. I thought that was odd, but you know, I don't know. Not that I cared or wanted to. I just thought it was interesting, and the hit pieces and all all of that kind of stuff started. And then there was the uh, then there was the Porta Peak massacre. My comments on that that uh, were were quite widely received, and that was ignored as well for some reason. Uh, the police didn't ignore it, as you remember from earlier. They actually put me on a watch list and started investigating me. Um, but you know, and then there was the whole story that I actually worked on uh, with Rebel News. I helped them. I was you know, hey, here's footage of this and some of that, and because the, they had no idea that the whole Dagalon meme and the and and all of that in regards to Coots and the EMA and this is all a complete shit show and the government just declared war on my imagination. You understand how crazy this is? And uh, for for eight or nine days we did that, something like that. And then the the day before evening supper time around that, I was you know the following day I was supposed to go and and do this uh, interview. Ah, something came up, and I never heard from them again. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then there was all the t- again targeted by the police, and then arrested numerous times, and denied bail, and held held with no record. It doesn't matter. Dragged across the country, national warrant, all that. No, there's no 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 reason for that. My my girlfriend is taken prisoner by the state for four days on a pretend on a gas theft charge that no one has any evidence of, and you know, for sixty dollars you go to jail for four days. Complete. No- That's not weird either. She's a local activist and involved. In- oh oh well. <sighs> and then there's the bank account. So finally now, now they're going to, now they're going to, and, and uh, let's just, uh. A controversial Canadian veteran just got debanked. Now, first of all, I love her face. Look how pumped she looks to be doing this. <laughs> Listen, if a woman is about to start speaking to you and she looks like that, it's not going to be good. She's not about to, <laughs> it's not going to be good. Okay. A controversial Canadian veteran just got debanked. Now, whatever you think about Jeremy McKenzie or his opinions, you should be able to say what's happening to him is wrong. Fair enough. Yeah, so so like I said... Um, I was going to skip through some of the... Uh, just the courtesy of a heads up. Some of my tape there. And then they play the... Um, the video. By the way, no one from Rebel News contacted or reached out to me or asked if any of this was okay or wanted any of my comments or my thoughts or to clarify anything in the story that may or may not be inaccurate. That did not take place, just to be clear. Uh, they know how to get a hold of me. They chose not to, so I just want to make that obvious. And here they are using um, in our, our, our video again without our permission, um, but that's fine, uh, I guess. And playing the whole Dagalon meme. So, that, you know, they're aware of it. It's just, uh, that's all that is there. Just kind of giving you a recap. I think he's a deeply troubled... Oh, wait. Oh, she was talking. I guess uh, we should just keep going. ...has invoked the Emergencies Act. Diagalon. 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 A far-right extremist group... We get it. talking about a group that is organized, driven by an... Ex- yeah, they all missed this somehow. <laughs> like, this wasn't like it was mentioned once by some secretary. Like, the entire government was entirely focused on us for days. Me, my imagination. <laughs> and being like... We've, we're, the, we're all going to die if we don't enact martial law. Yeah, that's not, that's a boring story, isn't it? Extreme ideology. A so-called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation. Oh, there was again, I forgot. 
my testimony, the EMA inquiry, which debunked all of this crazy nonsense. And uh, yeah, they, that wasn't uh, ignored. <laughs> of a white ethnostate. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's over. Now, watching him from afar. Now, to be clear, I don't personally know him whatsoever at all. And what I do know about him, I'm frankly not all that impressed with. Likewise. I think he's a deeply troubled character who doesn't do himself or the people around him any real favors. And because of that, he is in... I don't know. Maybe you should ask them. Honest question. You should ask them how they feel about it. If ever, if the people around me think I'm I'm harming them and I'm bad, I hope they would tell me that and then get as far away from me as possible. Absolute world of hurt and trouble. But none of that changes the fact that Mackenzie should be able to use a bank in this country the way convicted terrorists and rapists can use them. Okay. I'm glad we went there right away. Because so far, Mackenzie is none of those things. So... So far? So far. I see. Let me explain. Yes, please do. I'm going to take a pretty even-handed approach here because... I doubt that. Mackenzie is a Canadian veteran, and I think he's dealing with some of the psychological fallout and trauma related... Wow. Wow. So a veteran with outspoken controversial opinions that are that are you know not con congruent with the fucking current thing oh well he must be crazy from his time he must be deranged from the military trauma that's got to be what it is hey sheila next time you go by a legion why don't you just go in there and spit right in someone's eye just right in the eye if you if if you can if you have time they'd really appreciate it related to serving for 13 or 14 years 14 and a half again you could have called an ass but you didn't and I think that's why Mackenzie does many of the things he does and says many of the things he says. I'm just a cra Everything I do is because I'm a crazy person because the military made me crazy and veterans are crazy and, you know, they should be, you know, st you know steer clear. I don't know if Mackenzie's sober now. <laughs> are you to make this video? But I think alcohol played a big role in some of his bad behavior, frankly, much. What would that be? The unproven allegations, which are bullshit and will be defeated in courts? Fine, okay. Of his bad behavior. So, who is Jeremy McKenzie? Yes. Let's get to the... Let's, let's tell everyone. Without asking me who I am, in my own words, which is perfect, would have been available to you at any time. Let's just... Again, you as someone who has never met me, never talked to me, you know, has been observing me from afar, at, by your own words, Sheila... Please, illuminate me and the world as to who I am. That would be wonderful. Here's the Coles Notes version. <laughs> no shit. I know I'm going to miss a lot of things, and I'm probably going to make some people mad at me, but... No, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. You know what? That's okay. I don't have to agree. It's not, it's not okay. It's not okay to make assumptions and make tons of mistakes because you're lazy or just afraid to talk to somebody. That's not okay. You with or even like someone to think that they have the same rights as me, the same rights as any other Canadian. There's no political litmus test for human rights. And well, I don't know, Sheila. Since I'm a crazy person, should I have the same rights as you? I mean, since should crazy people be allowed to own guns? Should crazy people be allowed to drive cars? Should crazy people have to have supervision? Should they, like what, should they be medicated? I mean, what's to be done? After all, we are a very health-conscious society. 
And if you're a conservative who feels that way, you might actually be a liberal because that's how Justin Trudeau feels about protesters. Again, this is their propaganda is for the conservative party, right? Um, Only the ones he agrees with are okay. BLM, good. Freedom Convoy, bad. Yeah, because conservatives have never done anything in a censorship fashion. or No, certainly not. They didn't pass our own version of the Patriot Act or anything like that, did they? No, 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 no. No, it's just, it's just the liberals that are, that are sketchy and fucked up. Protests, public protests are an important part of making sure we're getting messages out there and Canadians are getting messages out there and highlighting how they feel about various issues. Uh, but using protests to demand uh, changes to public policy um, is something that, that I think is, is, is worrisome. <laughs> Isn't it? First, I've, I don't know if I've seen that clip before. Isn't that how it works? When people are like, listen, you know, we all want this to happen. Isn't the state supposed to go, okay, well, let's talk about that. Because the, the people elect the representatives to represent them. And then the people are like, hey, representatives, you're not doing what we what we like. The government's not supposed to go, no, I'm your king. I make the rules. You do not. You don't tell me what to do. I'm the government. The mentality here is stunning. It's so blatantly obvious what how, how they feel about you. Just straight up, like you're allowed to voice like a like um like someone would talk to a child. Listen, you're allowed to be you know, tell me how you feel about it and be angry if you want, but you're grounded and I decide. I make the rules around here. Wow. And remember that photo? Th- that's who this guy is. And remember that photo earlier with all your one, your your great powerful leaders that are going to get the libs off, smiling, standing right next to each other with not a care in the world. They they stood right next to a monster like this. And why not smile and shake hands and take photos together? Why not? Okay, so now back to Jeremy McKenzie. Who? <laughs> Now, back to our other evil figure of the evening. Who is this guy? Well, according to the liberals, he's a terrorist. He's the founder of Diagalon, which is, according to the liberals, some sort of accelerationist terrorist group akin to Hamas. In reality, I think it's a joke about carving North America in half Diagalon. Not really. Again, you could have called and asked, but, you know, let's just make shit up as we go. And only to keep the liberals on one side and the freedom-minded people no. on the other. Nope, entirely wrong. It's, I think, a flag company with a joke attached to it. Uh, no. Again, she's playing my video where I explained that I made this flag as a joke and is inventing flag companies for some reason. Like, did you even... This is just, uh, and you'll see as this continues, is like a reluctant, like, oh, I guess I have to fucking cover this. Uh, and I'm going to feign like I care, but I'm really just going to trash this guy and watch how she does it and then rolls it around into, you know, all right, so debanking. Hey, by the way, Rebel was debanked before, so give us money. So shit's on me. Fuck him. Give us money. That's basically the, the you know, watered down of this video. Now, as you know, liberals and even some conservatives think that joke flags like the F Trudeau flags that were so prominent during last year's. I don't think that's a, that's not a joke flag. People really do feel that way. That's not, it's not a joke. It's not a meme. That's just a very, that's a statement of like, that's probably as 
obvious a statement as you can get. Remember how I just said the Russian guy, he said, fuck you, so he shot him. It's like, when you say fuck you to somebody, it's a pretty definitive answer of how they feel about you. Uh, it's the most, def- it, like, fuck you is the top of the, that's what else, what's worse? Our business relationship has been terminated? <laughs> it's a joke flag. Freedom Convoy, they think those things are hate crimes. Anyway, Mackenzie hosts a podcast. He goes by the name Raging Dissident, and he was arrested a lot of times over the last couple of years. Um, it was three times, and it was in a span of a couple of months just last year. It wasn't over a bunch of years or a lot of times. Um and there's a lot of fuckery afoot in that whole whole thing. And you would know that if you paid any attention or even gave the slightest bit of a shit at all instead of this crappy, biased, you know, slam piece that you're doing um, for your boss here. He faces charges in multiple Canadian jurisdictions. Let's start in Nova Scotia. Mackenzie- so she then proceeds to cover all of the charges I have in all the provinces and she goes on and on. And then, of course, and then oh, she keeps going. And then, of course, the you know. The rape video where I raped a bunch of people to death. <laughs> right? Just to, it goes on for over a minute, a minute and a half of this, just to really make sure you remember how much of a piece of shit I am. Again, even-handed, guys. She's being even-handed with this. Said some odious things, indeed. Odious things, indeed. Are you just parroting, to, like, oh, please, Pippi, tell me more big smart man words. I could really use them. He's accused, however not convicted, of doing odious things. Yeah, you kind of, that ship kind of sailed when you just talked about base and inferred how guilty I was for like two straight minutes. And then we're like, oh yeah, by the way, these are just accusations and nothing's ever, he's not been convicted of anything and has never been convicted of anything or even has a criminal record at all. Or, yeah, he probably should have opened with that, but. And he's been ordered to stay away from booze. And I think that's probably a really great idea. But you sound jealous, Sheila. I'm not going to lie. I think you may be hitting the bottle a little hard yourself. You look kind of worn out. You look tired. I don't know. Um, and by the way, it was it was my decision. You know, Morgan reminded me that I've had I've talked about this already. I didn't like it. I don't like to do it really. It's I don't like to waste the time. You know, you're sleeping in, and it's just ugh, you feel like crap, and it's expensive, and the whole you're not health. There's nothing really. There's very little about it that it's that's great. And I, you know, uh, prior to the streams, I think I went about seven years. I didn't drink at all for seven years. You know, so I was like, it just became a gimmick, and that I don't like. And uh, so, you know, I was like, oh, this is a good time. You know, I'm done with that. Let's just, you know, I'm just going to put that away, you know. But no, I, I was ordered to. Yes, of course. Yes. But here's the thing. You can be facing criminal charges in Canada and still use a bank. You can even be convicted of criminal charges, including violence, domestic assault, rape, child sex offenses. And still use a bank in this country. You can be Carla Homolka, the second half of a murderous duo with... I feel like I heard that somewhere else already. I think Derek already made that joke. I think Steve already made that joke. I think a lot of people did. Paul Bernardo, who murdered at least three schoolgirls in Ontario. And frankly, when you look at the timeline, Bernardo didn't even start murdering anybody until Carla Homolka came along. But she... I didn't even catch this the first time. What did she just say? three schoolgirls in Ontario. And frankly, when you look at the timeline, Bernardo didn't even start murdering anybody until Carla Homolka came along. But she can have a bank account. What are you implying? That 
Paul Bernardo was just a rapist and then Carla Homolka turned him into a murderer? Are you blaming her for his portion of the murder? What? There's a lot of great takes in this video. Down in Canada, you can be a war criminal, murderous terrorist like Omar Khadr and get a mortgage here in Canada. I know because I pulled his property. Oh, so you guys have heard of Omar Khadr. That's funny. Property records when I was looking for the CD strip mall in North Edmonton that he bought to stop his victim's wife. Now, this is probably a good time. I don't think he's a, I wouldn't say he's a war criminal. That is, a war criminal is people that like literally do rape and pillage. Like they take over to, and they just rape people and kill, take things, just execute people. Like just brutally abuse the power that they have over helpless people. That's war crimes. Um, you know, and obviously as someone who fought against the Taliban, not a big fan of those guys. Um, a lot of my friends were killed fighting that war and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, but a war criminal, I mean, <sighs> what is that based on? Because, for I guess, throwing grenades at U.S. soldiers. I mean, these guys consider themselves soldiers, right? They're fighting for their cause and they're grouped up together and they're with their other fellow Taliban warriors and the United States Special Forces shows up and you're like, it's fucking go time and you're throwing grenades at them. I mean, I don't. Anyway, from getting her hands on the multi-million dollar settlement Cotter received from the Canadian government for the dire inconvenience Cotter says he suffered, which violated his rights during his time in Gitmo. Omar Cotter has a bank account in Canada. You can be credibly accused of laundering money for the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world, Iran, as a few businesses in the GTA are. And yet you can still have a bank account in Canada. You can even be an outspoken, vulgar, crass individual with mental health and addiction struggles. Wow. Who do you think she's talking about here, guys? I mean, I am the subject of the video, and she did allude earlier and twice that I'm an alcoholic with substance abuse issues and deeply disturbed. I wonder who she means by this, this sentence here. ...of terrorism in the world, Iran, as a few businesses in the GTA are, and yet you can still have a bank account in Canada. You can even be an outspoken, vulgar, crass individual with mental health. An outspoken, vulgar, crass individual with mental health and addiction struggles. Oh. And still use a bank account in this country. You just can't be all of those things and a critic of Justin Trudeau. That's the left. Is that what you think this is? A critic of the prime minister. This is like bimbo level reporting. This is like global news level stupidity. And laziness. Holy misrepresentation. My God. And you know what? I would say, did you even try? I know you didn't because you didn't even reach out to me for a comment or anything. You know, the Toronto Star does that regularly, by the way. But not you guys. Because you're on, you're on the, the right side, aren't you? Over there. Do you want to know how she really feels? Let's let's see how she really feels, guys. A friend of mine actually sent me these, and let's just go over it quickly. You know? It opens with him asking, why don't you cover Jeremy very much? There's a reason he was just be banked. Well, because they're too busy. They don't have time. I'm the only senior journalist 
in the country until tomorrow. And I'm busy with family stuff and the team. I'll get to him when I get to him. Let me see. And then down here it says, me and my goddamn attack mob can settle down. Um, I've never talked to you. I've never asked anyone to. I don't know you. I'm not a, I wasn't, but I am now attacking you, I guess. And uh, I didn't ask any mob to come at you. Maybe, potentially, Sheila, uh, when stories of public interest pop up and you guys deliberately again and again and again and again and again ignore them, as I've already pointed out, that may you know rub people a certain way and start to become critical and even perhaps suspicious of your biases and so on. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Okay. Attack mob can settle down. You know, my friend here says, that's a little harsh, don't you think? And you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater and all that. It's not harsh. I saw his video. The one where he called out conservative media. What, that 20-second clip where I was like, you hear all those people not talking about this? Uh, was I wrong? You feel? I feel like they did this out of guilt. Or like, I'll show these fucking people. Oh, they want me to talk about it? Fine, I'll talk about it. So they produce this garbage. My goodness. We got, he's got no idea what we did this week. Well, let's talk about what you did this week for a second, actually, with your massive fucking f massively funded media company. You know why I didn't go to Davos? Because I'm one guy by my fucking self competing with people like you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm under substantial attack from the media, from the police, from the financial industry. It's all just a coincidence because I'm an odious, vulgar, crass individual with mental health problems. So if I'm so mentally ill, uh, th why are you permitting all of this? This doesn't bother you. So I'm a mentally ill veteran with substance abuse issues. Apparently that's how you feel about me. And I'm being attacked in all of these ways. Don't you think that is extremely abusive? If I saw someone who I believe was just mentally ill and just get an absolutely real... I, that, that's insane. Like, why is no one putting a stop to this? But... Because that's not what you really believe, isn't it? Anyway, our team did all good for you. I've got his flying monkeys spamming my Instagram with hateful nonsense because I took a day off on Sunday. What? My fly? Yeah, I don't own public peep. I don't never even fucking said your name before, I don't think. I don't know why anyone would even think. I'm not even on in these circles like... Flying monkeys. Anyway, his issue is one for a senior journalist to comment on, and it'll be me tomorrow. Because unlike him and his greasy army, I don't take things personally. Huh. Really? A greasy army? Is that what my audience is to you? Steve thought it was funny. Flying monkeys. We were already debanked. People forget that we were denied a mortgage. Yes. Yes, whine more about your massively, you know, multi-million dollar media company and your boss who has a, you know, quite, quite a, uh, quite a nice pad. Remember when Rebel News was collecting funds for a lawsuit that didn't happen yet? Did it even happen? Like, hey, we're probably going to get sued. We need money. <laughs> well, shouldn't you wait until you get sued first to ask people for money? I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I'm going to say out of 10, that was a 3, a 3 out of 10. I think you could have did a lot better than that. Very low effort, very low energy, very small, very weak. 
Anyway, I better go back to my substance abuse issues and being an odious, vulgar, crass individual with severe, disturbed mental health issues. Right, guys? And all of these people that follow me, the tens of thousands of people that listen to this every week and have been for years in the most loyal, the most passionate uh, community in the country, bar none, you are also, you must all be very mentally disturbed and confused and have issues. Because how, why would, why would you listen to this? Why would you entertain yourself with, with, with this, this odious nonsense? You, you greasy monkeys. What's with all you greasy, Kevin, why are you all greased up like that? Greasy, all of you, the tens of thousands of you. I posted this on Telegram earlier. We're back, I think we're on 43rd, for, number 43 for politics in Canada. And I think the other one was number 69. I don't know. We're climbing back. I lost my top 25 spot from last year because I was in jail. So you got to work your way back. Oh, we're going for top 10 this time. But all the, all the people that listen to that, they're just, you know, probably very disturbed, greasy monkeys with, you know, goddamn attack mob is what you guys are. Like, I finish doing this, and I leave, and I go to bed, and I do other things. I, you know, I'm not in this 24... Attack mob. Go get them, my pretty... Fly, my pretties! I don't recall doing that. I don't... Nope. I think I just went to bed, and I didn't even... I wasn't even thinking of you guys. It had nothing to do with me. Please, please, please keep inferring to everyone that I'm a rapist, though. Very, very. I should. Sh I should say thank you, shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I write Rebel a thank you note for that? What that stunning piece of journalism? I don't think they could be sued for that. Do you? Does that seem? Did that seem defamatory to you in any way? Do you see? Do you think that could be injurious to my reputation? You think? Do you think accredited journalists spewing things like this that are demonstrably untrue and not even close with the minimum, like the lowest possible effort? I don't know. That seems like dangerous territory to me. I, I don't know. I think I would at least give the person a call and then say, oh, they declined to comment. And and I, I don't know. I think she is a psychotherapist, isn't she? She's some kind of professional psychoanalyst, so she would know. She would know what uh, severe mental illness looks like. You know what I think severe mental illness looks like? Yeah, Madame Breezy says, they eat the salad and die. That's severe mental illness. <laughs> And Rapuzel says, love you, Jeremy. Thank you very much. I love you, too. Do you know what severe mental illness is? Uh, it, well, insanity as well. is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. Well, here's the thing. Uh, they subscribe to the, we just got to get the libs out and everything will be fine. You know, like last time and the time before that and the time before that and the time before that and the time before that. And we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And like my father says his entire life, I'm so tired of voting people out. I wish for once I could vote someone in. But why ask questions when the system is working so well? Left wing, right wing. It's the same bird anyway. Left foot, right foot. Which way are we marching? Government totalitarianism is the direction we're marching in. It doesn't matter who's in charge. It doesn't matter if it's the left or if it's the right. There's a narrow, narrowing further and further every day, a playground, a, a arena where you're allowed to say this and that and so on, and it's squeezing everybody into a narrow corridor of a totalitarian world government. That is the, the facts of the world we live in right now. 
and you think this will get better by doing all the shit that got us here in the first place. Well, that sounds to me like insanity, and that sounds to me like a uh, severe, you know, disturbed person, perhaps with mental illness and substance abuse problems. It's just my opinion as a mentally ill, disturbed, you know, traumatized, unstable, odious, vulgar, crass, terrible... Evil, really, really just evil. See, our days is greasy. It's Vaseline, Sheila. Sergeant Rock says she wrote that crap from what she could find from the internet. Lazy reporting. She should send a resume to CBC. She'd fit right in with all the research she did for that story. Yeah, and they think they're so much better, right? They don't even see it. Both sides. Both sides are just as fucking dumb as the other. And they're pointing at each other. Well, we're in the middle. The monkey's going... Well, we'll just be drunk, I guess. Just fucking. Love that pick slide. I always, you gotta go on, you gotta hang on at least to the pick slide. It's so good. It's so perfectly timed, you know? Anderson Paladin said she looks like Eugene Levy in a wig. Well, now you're just being mean, but I think she maybe, I think she probably should step away from the, the booze herself. Uh, Secular07 says, that's what I'm hearing from Re. <laughs> what the fuck? Who the fuck? Look at this fuck. What the fucking fuck? This guy got fucked. Fuck. This is a lot of fucks. Says it definitely illustrates the diversity of the word boondock saints. It illustrates the diversity of the word. That's all I'm hearing from it. Uh, there was a lot of maybes, I thinks, and probably's, and, you know. Yeesh, you know, not... Whatever, you know. If you thought, and I didn't even say anything, but now, I guess, if you thought the the so-called attack mob of grease monkeys was bad before, have fun tomorrow. <laughs> and the next day, and the next day. I don't know. You didn't, hey, don't ask if you don't want any, don't ask for any. You don't want you don't want no smoke, you know? You want to throw throw shit at people, well they they throw it back, don't they? So, I don't know. Can't believe they showed those messages. I can't believe you would say something so insensitive and unprofessional. I can't believe that. So that's who you really are. So just want everybody to be aware of that. Cool. Got it. And then go out and feign with gritted teeth, from behind gritted teeth. Just because you don't like him doesn't mean he shouldn't have a bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. David says I should box her. No, I don't do that. <laughs> Donkey Dongalon says, well, as, as if we need much more reasons not to put Rebel that high up on a pedestal. We've said it hundreds of times. I've uh, been so lost without you, especially community. Don't stop, man. Don't get on the truck. Well, thank you, sir, and I will not. I am incapable of doing it. Apparently, I should have quit a long time ago, but any sane person would have given this up a long time ago, much earlier than before their life was destroyed. I, for some reason, did not. I, I chose uh, Plomo. Yeah, we'll get to that now. Uh, I chose, I chose, I chose to be a victim. I chose to be, you know, that I went that route. <laughs> I get, Hey, why don't you start filthy weasel? How you doing, man? He says, has anyone heard what the new development that helps explain away why people are dying suddenly? I was unaware, but apparently a few weeks after cold and flu season, it's stroke season. Who the hell is swallowing this tripe? The clowns in this circus are just running amok. 
Stay safe, everyone. That's right. Stay home. Stay safe. Put a mask on. You don't want to go outside and catch a stroke. Secular says, okay, everyone, remember the video duck and cover with a blanket and the lava will go over you. South Park replaced lava with bullets. Oh, I guess so. The bullets will go over you. Uh, did I miss? Nope. Good. And uh, Man on the Mountain says, I remember Rebel uh, promising lawyers for anyone who got arrested in coots. At least that's what they said when they were begging for donations. Ask the guys uh, still in jail how much help Rebel has been. Well, that I worked, again, with them on a story about that whole fucking thing. And you know what Rebel did? They shit-canned it and never brought it up ever, ever, ever again. Why they did that? You'll have to ask them that. You'll have to ask K2 that. You'll have to ask them. Because I have no answer for you. Wasn't my decision. They didn't feel it was important. They didn't feel it was worth talking about. Or they thought it was... I don't know. Billy Bob says, latest variant, Grease... Yeah, the Grease Monkey variant. That's what we're, you know, they've got the Kraken, we've got the Grease Monkey variant. You don't want that. They'll climb all over you, you'll get all slippery, you know? You guys want to hear an amazing prank call? Welcome to Scotiabank. To help us expedite your call, please key in or say your Scotia card or credit card number. All right. Choose the option that best matches your request. To report a lost or stolen card... Press 1. To open a new account, press 2. Sure. To open a new personal account, press 1. Ahead here. Okay. Please hold as I transfer this. Hi, my name's Jeremy McKenzie. I'd like to open a bank account. <laughs> All right. Uh... You want to open a, 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 an account? Yeah, don't worry. I'm not the Jeremy McKenzie who's a Canadian veteran. I'm not that guy. I want to open another account. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Whew. Thank you for the confirmation. All right. Goodness. Yeah, I'm not the Jeremy McKenzie who's stood up for people's rights. That's not me. I'm a different one. So I hope it's okay that I have an account. Do you have an account with us? I don't have an account with you. Lately, Scotiabank's been canceling all the Jeremy McKenzie accounts, and I need to get myself a bank account. Don't worry, though. I'm not the Jeremy McKenzie who's just, like, a really nice guy and who's been targeted by the state. I'm a different Jeremy McKenzie. All right. Thank you for the confirmation. <laughs> right, uh, Jeremy, I'm going to try to set up an appointment for you, okay? Well, can we talk about it right now? I'd love to get a bank account. My name again is Jeremy McKenzie. I don't have a bank account with Scotia Bank. Right, Jeremy. Uh, let me try to uh, contact with the cell department. Okay. If if you guys are bored and you've already watched all of the new season of Rick and Morty, just follow Greg Arcade around for a while. It's just as funny. That'd be great. Can you let them know I'm not the Jeremy McKenzie who's been targeted by the state unfairly for speaking up for people's basic human rights? I'm a different Jeremy McKenzie. All right, Jeremy, I'm going to provide the information for for cell department, okay? That's wonderful. Let them know Jeremy McKenzie, the former Canadian veteran with a pension that basically guarantees there's going to be money in that account every month. I'm not that guy. I'm a different guy. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy, please stay with me. I'm going to set up the appointment for you, okay? That sounds great. 
That's again, Jeremy McKenzie, and not the guy who's an internet streamer, a different one. Thank you for the confirmation, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy? Yes? <laughs> Jeremy, I'm going to transfer the call with the cell department, okay? Yes, he's so excited and ha it's so fucking good, man. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much. Okay, my pleasure. Jeremy? Yes? Jeremy, uh, so sorry. In this moment, the waiting time is up, up to uh, 15 minutes. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want to wait or call us again, or you or you are able also to make... Uh, I would love uh, to call you again. What's the <laughs> phone number where I can call you again? Right. It's the same number that uh, you already uh, call us, uh, Jeremy. That's great. I'll call back again. Me, Jeremy McKenzie. All right, Jeremy. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now I'm the subject of other people's prank calls. This is fucking wild. I have my own Arnold's Pizza Shop call now. I've Now we're fucking cooking with gas, guys. Kabooble says he's laughing greasily. You would, you grease ball. All you greasy monkeys. Greg is so greasy. See how greasy Greg was there? Slippery. Like a greased up deaf guy. Except he's not. He has the best sound in the internet and it drives me crazy that I can't replicate it. I've been trying. I, I don't know if it can be done. Dr. Jenstein says loudmouth terrorist. Mute or made yourself. God damn it. I'm, dude, I'm triggered by this word now. It scares the shit. It does, because I'm like, it's a, it's a way. Imagine if I've been talking for four minutes, three minutes, and the, it's been mute the whole time. That's happened many times, and it's so frustrating. It's like being on the computer, and it just shuts down. Everything you've been done, doing, it's gone. All your work, it's gone. It's not coming back. It's nothing you can do. It can never be recovered. <laughs> shit! You know? Greg had this just just to be a dick. This was his. This was his screen for me. He made up for it with the prank call, but <laughs> that's like the, the most bare bone. <laughs> put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Because I need your money. Give me your money. We're going to put stuff on shirts, and, and I'm going to sell it to you for way more than it's worth. It's not worth what we're going to sell it to you for, but we're going to do it because we want your money, and you have it, and we don't have it, so we want it. So give it to us. We need it. I don't even have a bank account, okay? So give me money. And uh, and then that shirt, I'm going to sell you another shirt just like it with slightly maybe some different pictures on it. But it's the same shirt. It doesn't matter because you're going to buy it anyway. So you need to give us money. And if you don't have money, get your money. Get it from your kids. Get it, go, to your, go to work. Rob your coworkers. Go to Chicago. Rob all the people in Chicago. They still have, they're walking around with cash. And, you know, the government says just don't use cash. Go, they're defenseless. Go to Chicago. Go door to door. Break into homes. Rob people at gunpoint. Do whatever you got to do. There's no, there's no law there. Chicago is a lawless city. Go to Chicago. Rob people blind as much as you can carry. I mean, I want your pockets jingling with gold coins as you're coming back over the border. Do that and then give me all of that money for for a t-shirt with that on it it's worth probably a dollar but i'm going to sell it to you for like 25 why cuz i want your money all right listen that's how you grift
All right, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, be honest. You have money. I want it. Give it. Give it to me. Give give it to me now, right now. Diagolonian G man says I'd pay thirty. Well, there you go. Now it's thirty dollars. Now it's even more money. Now we're now we're gonna make at least sixty dollars. <laughs> Anthony Del Don. Dadone. That sounds fancy. What a fancy name. Anthony Dadone. That sounds like ancient Italian royalty. John Oakley on AM640 in Toronto covered your story with a guy from Western Standard on the afternoon drive today, 445 or so. Was more fair than Rebel coverage. Uh, Western Standard guy brought up Philip and everything. I bet I know who it was. Uh, talked about how anti-hate are full of shit, too. Funny to hear it on Global News, of all things. Nobody gets on the truck. It was probably Horwood from Western Standard. I'm not sure. I, I couldn't tell. Um, but, you know, he's always been he's always been fair. Pilot Mike says, sorry I'm late. Take my money. American Airlines pilot Bob Snow had a heart attack six minutes after landing the plane. It's now been over nine months, and no one from the Federal Aviation Administration ever called Snow to assess whether the incapacitation could have possibly been caused by the shot. Well, that's good. Take my money. Give me. Thank you for that money and that story. Deanna says, take my money. Good, good. I like that it's working. You guys are good at following instructions. An army of greasy monkeys are greasily giving me their grease money. <laughs> Give it to me! Madam Breezy, so many wasted jokes. It is. I'm still mad about the Al Gore stuff. I, You don't even understand. As I was doing it, I'm like, I don't think I've ever carved up anyone this bad in my life. I mean, this is like razor blades. This is ancient Vietnamese, you know, torture. This is what the Viet Cong used to do to American GIs. That's what I was doing to Al Gore. And I turned out, and it's like, it was all muted. No one, I guess, I guess the world just wasn't ready for it, you know? <laughs> Maybe another time. Maybe another time and place. We could have it all. <laughs> I, I need a border. And again, it's just me. It's just me down here. I don't have a crew. I don't have anything. Listen, guys. I know you wanted to hear the Al Gore jokes. And I wanted you to hear them, too. The thing is... They were just too good. They were too vicious. They were too they were too real. They were too true, to be honest. And uh, there were some pretty savage lines in there. And I, as much as it pains me, I you're just not ready, okay? See the thorn twist in your side. Next time, maybe you'll be but not wasn't today. So we're going to have to wait for you. I'll wait for you to be ready. I know I'm vulgar and crass. I'm odious. I'm a dirtbag. I'm deeply disturbed. I'm probably very greasy. Despite all that, I don't think you're ready for... Uh... I can't live! I hate you too. <laughs> That's the only half-decent song I've ever made. Yeah, everyone's like, fuck, but I hate, guys, don't worry, it's Bono. I know, I know Bono sucks. Listen, I play music from people that I hate all the time. I'm I'm not an insane person. I can separate the art from the artist. I can be like, what you've made here is quite wonderful. I enjoy it. Thank you for making it. You, however, as a person, I do not approve at all. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I know adults used to do that, so you know I played a Rage Against the Machine song the other night. Uh, yeah, total sellout, fucking losers. 
But they had some bangers, and they I enjoy them, and they make me feel good, and they remind me of a happier time. So fuck you. I'm going to keep playing it. I don't care how much of a communist they are. I don't care if they go up and promote white genocide on, on a fucking stadium tour. I'll still play their songs. If I encounter them in the street, I will fight them to the death. Don't, don't get me wrong. I will defend our honor. But I'll play their fucking music. I'm playing their music to attract them. I want them to come closer because they're going to be mad that I'm playing their music. Don't you understand? They're going to catch wind that the far-right extremists are using their music, and they're going to fucking freak out, and then they're going to get closer. They're going to want to come over here to, hey, hey, now I see. Now they're within striking distance. Now I can affect them. They've, they've done what you don't do. You don't engage me. <laughs> you don't do it. See, that's what it really, they, they're smart. A lot of these, you know, media people, they're like, I'm not even getting into that. Nope. It's too, it is too dangerous. It's way too dangerous. Listen, I could mind fuck you into doing anything. I made, you know, martial law happened. We, we made martial law happen. All right? <laughs> Do not engage. It's too risky. You're not ready. It's not worth it. Oh, dirtbag welder, take it, you big thing. I didn't know all I had to do was ask. Billy Bob says, you like my money? Here, take my money. Give me my money! It's for me, not you. It's a different Billy Bob. Man on the Mountain says, from one greasy monkey to another. Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate that. Appreciate that nonsense. Appreciate that nonsense money. What else are we doing? What else is going on? I feel better now that I've made fun of people. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hey, speaking of bank, we're still on the banking topic. Um, CIBC has an interest. Again, remember I said ba all banks are evil and terrible? It and looks like we're headed toward <laughs> This is just... Oh, the the disconnect from, from right, real people to the people at the top is getting so obvious now. So when I was a kid or when we were kids, probably any of us, when I say when we were kids... Literally anyone alive this applies to. Uh, things were much more sane. And the further back you go, the saner they were, you know, to a point. Uh, because the disparity, the people, they, they weren't as far removed from us. You know, a lot of the rich people, even back in those days, climbed their way up there. I mean, the original, like the Rockefeller families and those guys, they were like strangling Chinamen on, on railroad tracks themselves with their own hands to fucking get things done. Like they weren't some, you know rich silver spooned debutante dickhead somewhere it was born in, born into a billionaire dynasty like they weren't like you know <laughs> like the george bushes of the world the the young ones the drunk party animal you know what i mean they're they're getting so detached now from regular people that it's just become insane and this is this is a hilarious commercial from cibc it looks like we're headed to and many people's dreams of owning a home what's keeping you up at night kind of stressed about uh my money situation all that this is all very yeah there is a lot of fucking bad out there let's play some kind of upbeat uplifting jazz music though Ugh, it's stressful to talk about imagine if they played the same thing but with like very ominous dark music and they could you could easily just turn this into a made commercial this exact commercial could be exactly the same <laughs> and let's do that now before i reveal what it really is which is arguably worse it's arguably worse don't do it! I'm gonna do it. I don't care anymore. Um. Here we go. Three hours of scary music. I think I need that much. Let's just go right into. Yeah, here we go. This should be good. 
we go. What is a TFSA? How does it work? The recession? Oh my god! I'd rather get a root canal than talk about finances! Dear future, I'm sorry I don't know how it works. My stress levels are as high as inflation right now. I should not look at all these terrifying messages. Dear god. It is scary, isn't it? Oh, well, thank you for coming to our bank. It seems you're- Yes, I'm in terrible uh, dire straits with my finances. I, I can't pay my bills. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I'm so stressed. Talking about your money can be very stressful. Here at CIBC, we have a solution for you. We tried making it a little easier. Oh shit, I went too far. Have you considered perhaps medically dying? Maybe you should just be dead. You know, we have this wonderful partnership with the government where we can put you in a pod. It's entirely painless and all of your worries will simply melt away. Does that sound interesting? Is that something that maybe you would be interested in? What is he doing? The music makes the commercial is what I'm saying. Christ, anyway. Let's see. It looks like we're headed towards And many people's dreams of owning a home. What's keeping you up at night? I'm kind of stressed about uh, my money situation. Oh, it's stressful to talk about. But it's not, see, it's not scary anymore because it's got the happy music. And they've got a solution for you. They, they're, listen, I know you're stressed out and it's like, oh my God, people are committing suicide at crazy rates and, you know, it's getting real bad out there. Violent crime is surging because people are desperate and so on. So, but wait, the bank has a solution for you. Do, 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 happy drum music. Have you considered petting a dog though? Introducing financial stress companions. Here's your financial stress companion. Hey! It definitely helps. It's never too late to start. There. I quit saving for my first down payment. Come face your doom as we suck the blood out of whatever's left of your life. I know it's painful and scary, but we'll let you pet a dog. Hey, I know your life's fucking ruined and you're not going to make it, but we have dogs you can pet. Think about that. Think about how lucky you are right now to be invited here. To see our, to pet our dogs. And we're going to unlock your savings. Good Lord. Pile of Mike says, Mubin is a diversity hire. Changed my mind. That's a bare bones hire. That's a, had to be somebody. We had to hire somebody, so we just hired anybody. <laughs> Satoshi Ape, real Donald T. Here, take my money. Good, good. Give it to me. I want all of it. Secular uh, says, welcome to the grease monkey part of our zoo. Be careful, because they'll point out your flaws and your political logic. All, all of your logic. All of it. Um, Cow punching dirtbag is back. He says, take my greasy grease monkey money, too. Take it all. I will. I, I love taking it. <laughs> no. No. I Nope. Sam J, thank you very much, sir, or madam. That's very, very nice of you. I appreciate that. Just take my money. I will graciously take your money. That's a fair amount of money. I appreciate it. You, I mean, now I feel bad. This was It's mostly a bit. I don't, I'm not like desperate. Send it to me or I'll die. We're not at that stage yet. Um, <laughs> ask me again in 28 days if I if that is still the case. Uh, I market souls is grease monkey in training. Good, good. Soon you'll be ready. First, you need, a, you need an account on social media and you need to just, I don't know what what they're doing. Post memes or, or just point out problems or be like, hey, I think you're kind of being a dick. Stuff like that. It's a flying army of grease, greasy, uh, terrible monkeys. Horrible people, really. Mentally deranged, disturbed, substance abuse, all of that. 
all that stuff. So I mean, that's what she, that's what they think about me. So what do they think they think about you? You know. I mean, Hitler is Hitler, but what about all the people that loved Hitler? <laughs> They can't. They oh, you have to. He, Hitler has to be mentioned every day, all the time. I didn't make the rules; they did. So it has to be brought up constantly, all the time. It's like they're scared he's gonna be. He's gonna come back somehow. <laughs> we gotta make sure. It's like I'm, maybe because they never found the body. Maybe because Hitler's body was never recovered, there is a fear that he is, in fact, still out there. They had some advanced technology. They were doing some weird shit with medical experiments. It's, it's entirely possible the Fuhrer is still alive in some kind of cyborg robot body in South America somewhere in a fortress. It's not impossible. He could be in Antarctica right now. No one alive can rule out that possibility. Number one, where's the body? There's no body. Where's his body? No body? Uh... He's alive. Hitler is alive. And number two, what's he been doing all this time? Well, he's been building a robot cyborg body. So that's why they're on the lookout everywhere for all, all anything Nazi. Everything's a Nazi. They've just the fear has consumed them. And you know what? I can't blame them. I can't blame them. I would be terrified of of a two hundred foot, you know, giant spider, you know, walking Hitler robot too. That would that would terrify me. Imagine. Remember Krang from the Ninja Turtles? It's like that. It's just Hitler's brain, but it's in a giant robot. Yes, he still has the mustache, obviously. And just crawls around like a giant spacecraft, shoots lasers at people. That would be frightening. That's a perfectly reasonable thing to be worried about. I, I understand it now. It makes sense. I don't know. Where's, where's the body, guys? Where's the body? Tim Kennedy, where's the fucking body? Tim Kennedy, we trusted you. You're a fucking Green Beret dude. You're, you're, you have an extreme amount. If Tim Kennedy can't do it, it can't be done. But he looked, you know, and he couldn't find. He, he was, he hunted Hitler. He did hunt him. He didn't find him though, which is terrifying. That means robot Hitler cyborg is still out there, and Tim Kennedy hasn't found him. Or, or this is another thing: Hitler spider cyborg uh, robot Hitler can mind control. He's actually Tim Kennedy did find him, but then the spider, you know. It's got a hundred eye. It just it hypnotized him. Now it's in his brain. He's one of them now. The Borg. The Nazi Borg Collective. <laughs> oh, this is all so stupid. Literally everything we're doing is stupid. Have you looked outside? Have you have you been outside? Have you talked to another living human being that you don't already know out there? And just engage them and just be like, oh, a stranger. Let's see how this goes. It's bad. Oh, moly. <laughs> Sergeant Rock says, if the dog bites, you can sue the bank? I, well, that's a good question. I'm assuming these dogs are highly trained in bank technique. Uh, they won't bite you, but they will steal your wallet. Uh, they may do that. They'll offer you to give it back, but you're going to owe them. So you're going to owe them two, you're going to owe them two points. Okay? You're going to negotiate with the dog now. He says, what is the official dog of Diagalon? Diaga dogs. All dogs. They, all dogs are Diaga dogs. If their owner is one, then they are by default a Diaga dog. A Dag and his Diaga dog shall never be parted. They will never be separated. They're an insurmountable team of excellence. He says, yes, take my money. Needs to be on a t-shirt. So take my yeah, give me your fucking money. That's just going to be me on the shirt in this suit going, give me your fucking money right now with a gun. Give me your money. <laughs> He's making t-shirts of himself holding a gun. We're not safe. Robot Hitler is a, could be around the corner. 
James Edwards uh, says, okay, I have no control, and I can prove it. He gave me his money. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> says, Doctor, he says, one of my favorite bands is Cannibal Corpse. Check them out sometime. I Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. I don't like the... Vocals are important to me, and if it's just, no, like, yeah. If it sounds like it's painful to sing, I can't get into it, you know? I'm I, I just not my thing. A lot of people do like them, though. They've been around a while. Filthy Weasel says, uh, he is so pre-gun... What? He says, Filthy Weasel is so pre-gun read, Mackenzie Newspiece, it's going to be Greasy Weasel now. Oh, boy. Filthy Weasel. I always knew you were greasy. See, maybe she's not wrong. You are greasy. You are a filthy weasel, and you probably are greasy. This is starting to make a lot of sense. So maybe I got off the wrong foot here. Maybe I should apologize. <laughs> Sean M says, you've met the Diagodingo. Right, they're everywhere. There's Diaga dogs everywhere. Angel of Wrath says, what if Robo Hitler is controlling Klaus Schwab via telepathic uplink from Antarctica? He looks like Krang when you think about it. We need to look at Krang. I mean, it's been a while, but that doesn't look exactly like Klaus Schwab, but I mean, it's not way off. <laughs> Krang always weirded me out. I loved Ninja Turtles when I was a kid, but it was like, what is, like, the whole thing was just creepy. Bothered me. Made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it made me not want to go outside, to be honest. All right, where are we at? Two hours. My God, we still got an hour to go. I don't want to fucking do that. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I got enough money. Give me your money. That's enough money. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I can't. You want to see another joke? Here's a joke. I want to talk about government jokes. How's your guys' pay raises and so on? Oh, if you're not getting your bank accounts taken away. The Tax Revenue Agency, the Canada Revenue Agency, the, the Canadian IRS, they want... A pay raise of more more than 30% over three years. So they want 10% 10 a year over the next three years. A 30% pay raise. Not a 3% or 5%. Now, government pay raises, typically, when I was still a government employee, I'll never live that down, would be annual or semi-annual, like every two years, to keep pace with inflation. So is the, you know, the military pensions are indexed for that. You know, they go up so many percentage points a year and so on. So when government workers are saying they need a 30% increase, is this what inflation really is? Are we at 30% over the next three years? I think we might be. Probably it may be a coincidence. I don't know, but uh, <clears throat> I think we've noticed everything's much more expensive. 30% over three. And they deserve it too, you know, because our tax money is so so well spent, you know. It's so, 4.5% you know, November 1st, 8% November 1st, and another 8, so 8, 16. That's not over 30, is it? 16, 17, 25, no. The union representing the CRA workers is proposing a salary, a series of pay bumps with more, worth more than 30% of current wages to keep up with inflation. Oh, I guess, 8, yeah, never mind. A move described by observers as both unprecedented and crazy. 35,000 people. Actually, more. It says, when compounded over three years, the four proposed hikes would result in a historic wage increase for the largest workforce within the federal public service at nearly 55,000 people. So almost the size of the military. Did the military get a 30% pay increase? No. We don't need a pay increase. We're just going to send them to war with the Russians, and, and they're going to eat the salad and die. What is there to understand? Oh... Like, I'm just unsure where to go sometimes in these streams, and this, this is as good a time as any. 
This is what's happening. This is someone who is considered a powerful person where you live if you're in Canada. Okay? This is a person who is worth that needs to be listened to and gets to contribute to the public discourse on the direction of the nation. Not me, not you, none of the plebs, none of the regular people. Someone like this. Let's hear what they have to say. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know? I am all, wait, what? Okay, corpses. All right, protein protein from corpses. What? Okay, we made it five seconds. I already need to hear this again. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, sexy fish. I think I should just play this. Yeah, we just got to go. We can't stay long here. We got to get right through this. This is too crazy. Who all just want to have fun. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary. Again, this is the whole problem, that, that there's not enough masculinity in these buildings. That is the problem. This, this feminization of not just the men, but even the women have become so ludicrously feminine. The women from like the 1880s would beat the living shit out of the men that exist today. Do you know that? At, without a with, without question if you took i you know in all seriousness if you trained and built up in you know, all things being equal an army of women from the 1800s and pit them against our actual military today i would bet on those women you know fucking hardcore people were back then and you know not insane Like, this extreme feminism poisoning has literally caused unimaginable damage to our society. Everything this person is saying is, is nonsense. It's cultural Marxism in, in, at play, at, at, on display. And, uh, you know, where do you think you'd learn this stuff? Take a guess as to what university courses you would, you would need to be attending to, 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 to even... He I said we can't stay long, and I mean it. I'm going to die here facing constant destabilization feels always under threat and eating animals is its protection racket white supremacists weapon weaponized it eating meat eggs and dairy and the baiting of white supremacy i will i would want again i would want to say this is a troll but it's current year and this woman's got to be 60 something and i don't even think they know how to do that so liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-nazi they all laugh. See, that's the best thing. She's, do you know why everyone's laughing? Because it's true. And they know, like, that's, you know, it's funny because it's true. That's how jokes work. Are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. <laughs> to say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughs. They're not. Animals are not equals to humans. This isn't even a question. This isn't even debatable. 
You're insane. You're an insane person. Uh, this can't be real. I ref Oh, God, it could be, though. No one tell me if it is or not, because either way, if it's real or if it's not real, I'm going to be sad either way, so I'd rather just not even think about this anymore once it's over. After, I know some of these must be new ideas, or you think they're fringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem. Of All the right, meeting. face the wall. That's enough. She needs to face the wall. That's got. <laughs> That's enough. I can't. Please tell me it's not real. Or do I want it to be real? Because if it is, then we're that much closer to the end. I don't know. I don't know what I want here. Satoshi Ape and Real Donald Juice. I want my money, man. Yeah, that episode of Family Guy where Stewie's on, on juice and he's just beating the shit out of Brian. Give me my money, bro. Where's my money at, bro? That's pretty much it. That's I'm just going to abuse my audience and demand they give me their money. Guilt you make you feel bad. It works on Canadians. I know that. I don't know about Americans, but well, it does. Yeah, definitely guilty, or at least on the, the ones that are afraid of everything and only follow the current thing because they're herd animals with no independent uh, thinking ability of their own. If you make them feel bad or shamed or, or, or you know threaten them, they'll comply immediately. So I should just, I, what I need to do is I got to be bizarro rage if I want to be rich. I'll do everything opposite. And I'll just threaten and yell at them all the time. And they'll give me everything. They'll give me everything, just out of fear. <laughs> Secular says, I had Yaj Yaji Roby Rabbit from TM and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, my Lord. I remember that thing. Yeah, I remember those toys. <laughs> wow. Things I haven't thought of in 35 years, 34 years. Secular, uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, he says again, I'm going to redact my tax form and send it in, still put all the info, but really lightly with invisible ink. Well, is that illegal? I don't think so. I think you should make them have to. They, they're getting paid the big bucks. They could use, they could read the invisible ink tax return. I think that's good for them. I think that'll keep them, that'll, that'll, good. That's good. They should need to diversify their, their work. That, see there, there's, there's some diversity. Sometimes you get tax returns that are in codes, invisible ink, in some kind of cipher. It's written in blood. I don't know. Get creative with it. You know, make them earn those dollars, guys. Angel of Wrath says, give Jeremy money or else Phil will show up at your house and beat you up until you do. He will do that. Uh, it's it's a rarity. It has happened a couple of times, but he he will do that. Again, Sam J.D., thank you very much. Leet, is that you? L337, are you that? Are you old school? You are. He's using the, or she, is using the love emoji where it's like the the bracket with the three. That's old school. That's how you know this is a millennial, at least. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, one more for you. Hashtag live life prosper together. And this uh, this is less than two hours work for me. Well, that's good. Um, I'm glad. <laughs> and I don't feel so bad taking it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, and who is this? Synthamask. The cow is trying to save her skin. That could be. I mean, we all, and, you know, obviously animals and humans are not equal. We have the fish people. We had a prime. We had a horse that was running a whole country in New Zealand that we finally have just gotten rid of. So the horse is gone. That's great. Um, you know, and and sometimes we employ bees to attack. There, there's all kinds of them. There's all kinds of different ones. That one could be. A, that one could be a farm animal, a cow person, perhaps that's just trying to like you know work its way out of out of uh, being destroyed. We don't know. Nelson. <laughs> A few nights ago, I believe I witnessed Phil at the local bowling alley. He was not laying low by any means, dressed in electric blue pants and a white Liberace short coat, striking out all night. Yeah, he was co when he gets liked, he gets really get he likes to get really coked out and just and just hit the hit the pins. He says, "I'm going to hit the pins." He's an avid bowler. Most people don't know that about Phil. He goes to he goes to these very rare. 
He goes to these 24-hour bowling facilities that we've all seen and, and participated in so many times in our life. He goes to a 24-hour bowling, you know, the, the bowling scene. You know, pinheads, they call them, you know? It's really, really big with the young kids. It's really in. It's really trendy. It's all over TikTok, guys. And Phil is a star. He goes there. You know, it's what the kids are into. You go to the bowling alley. You're there all night. You're doing ecstasy. You're, you're on you blow. You're doing blow off the bowling balls before you throw. It's crazy. It's very violent, too. People get into some serious fights. One guy was killed last week. Bowling ball right in the head. Phil just dropped it on his head. Killed him. You know, and that's and that's fine. There's no rules there. Okay, it's called Diaga bowling, and it's basically just the purge. Um, they just put people in a bowling alley. It's just a bunch, it's just the people in bowling alley with a bunch of drugs, and we just let whatever happen. And it's a reality show, and it makes us a lot of money. All right, so I'm not going to take it off. I'm not going to take it down. There's no rules in Diaga law, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, Nelson says I took a pick or two for proof. Where do I send? Burn them immediately. He'll kill you for that. You can't have evidence. He doesn't. Phil doesn't leave witnesses. I'm trying to do you a favor, Nelson. Don't keep that on you. That's a very dangerous move. Um, Tenacious V says, I, I, the Jeremy Principle Part 1, rebuttal to crazy anti-meat lady, just eat the salad and die! Debate winner guaranteed. That Yeah, I should just say that. Just eat the salad and die. Crazy old lady. <laughs> ah, what else are we going to do? I didn't even get into the whole reason I, I did this stream probably should get to that before i do though i i'm gonna just take a short oh there's so many like look at all the shit on my desktop it's wild it's bananas but uh this is just too funny not to play the the i love it when you guys make funny shit. it amuses me and i think other other people find it uh funny as well this one uh what i really loved about it is that and he also <laughs> okay i'll wait till the end I'm just, you know, there's so many haters out there with their their opinions and their and their they all think they know what's th th they're talking about and everybody's a fucking what it's horseshit. There's so many people talking completely out of their ass and and seeing things that aren't there. The, I mean, the real conspiracy crazy people, the people with lion emoji, uh, lion avatars and wolf avatars, and you know. They're they're all into all of this crazy conspiracy nonsense. I mean, more so. I'm I do it. I approach it as like a like a rational person that has instinct, and I and, and I have a high suspicion meter. I probably should have been a detective. I think maybe that's what I should have done. I would have either been really bad or really good. I don't know. How, it, there's no way to know. <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to do. But uh, some people are just naturally suspicious, you know. And uh, but it's gotten it's gone off the rails, guys. This has got to stop. I mean, look at this crazy shit I saw. Hello fellow truth seekers, welcome to QAnon Analysis. In this broadcast we're going to be discussing Jeremy McKenzie or Raging Dissident. I'm sure many of you have figured out for yourselves by now that Jeremy is an RPA, a regime psyop asset. In a recent video he was mocking truth seekers by revealing the method and telling everyone to your faces exactly what he was doing. He did this in the form of irony poisoning or humor. How he did this is he took the letters from rage and began to equate them with numbers of the alphabet. Let's take a look at that video. Listen, some people call me rage as a nickname. You know what that is? That's four letters. You know what that is? That's one letter more than three. You know what three is? Three is a symbolic number of the Illuminati. You know what else? Uh, three can be another three right after that. So 33, I just proved it. 
You can see in that video that he's clearly making fun of truth tellers who can really see what's going on. Let's follow through what he's actually doing. So R would be 18, A would be one, G would be seven. We follow that all the way through raging distant. We get 18, one, seven, nine, 14, seven, four, nine, 19, 19, nine, four, five, 14, 20. If we add all that together, we get 159. What's significant about 159? We take each one of those numbers and one is A, five is E, nine is I, A, E, I. What are we missing? What does that sound like? Vowels, A, E, I, O, U, O, U, right? Five letters, five numbers, A, E, I, O, U. But he only had three, he had A, E, I. So we take vowel, the first three letters of vowel, vow. Who makes vows? Secret societies. <laughs> Proved his work. That's good. So here's my evidence. You can see the work for yourself. If anyone wants to run those numbers again, now I'm sure for most of you that that's surefire evidence, but for the rest of you who are still sheeple out there, I've got more. Recently, I was rewatching one of Jeremy's three-hour live streams, like I usually do at 0.25 times speed. Take a look. <laughs> it's really getting crazy. It's really getting insane. And uh, everybody's starting to see it's like a street fight. You know, it starts with a couple of guys. Did you see it? Look again. there. As you can see, it's definitely a book. Now, we can't be completely <laughs> sure, but I'm at least 98% sure that that's The Secret Teachings of the Ages by Manly P. Hall. So Jeremy's into some really serious occult stuff. <laughs> now, that's not everything, and this is where it gets really scary. Have you guys ever asked yourself who Philip is? His goat figurine, Philip. Why do you think he chose that figure? Why do you think he chose a goat? Now, I had a really hard time with this because goats don't really have any historical significance and they're never really used in symbolism. But I went really deep into <laughs> Lester Crowley and I found that goat, what goat stands for is its greatest of all time. Who's the greatest of all time? Michael Jordan, obviously, right? Michael Jordan must have been a Freemason. No one gets that good at basketball unless they've done Freemason rituals. So Michael Jordan, what was his number? 23. 23. What's it missing? One, two, three, right? One. What does one look like? It's a pillar. It's a column. Who uses columns? Who uses pillars? Again, Freemasons. We're back there again. So I'm thinking Jeremy is definitely, definitely Freemason. Um, probably at least a level 21, maybe 22. So he's getting pretty powerful. Um, he's definitely an asset. He looks so concerned. He's getting pretty powerful. Only Freemason. Um, probably at least a level 21, maybe 22. <laughs> look how like look down and think about it. He's really worried. So he's getting pretty powerful. 
Um, he's definitely an asset. He's definitely a member of the secret society. I don't know if it's the Bavarian Order of Cabbage Patch. You know, I don't, I don't know which one exactly, but I'm sure it must be serious. We're always exposing the Illuminati here at I Q&A knew it, Analysis. Uh, you can go to my website, QNL. Uh, you should be able to find the description down here. There. So check it out if you want to read more conspiracy theories about people. Did that- you guys get that website? Make sure you write this down. This is very important. You want the analysis? This is where you go. Uh, you can go to my website, QNL. Uh, you should be able to find the there description. It is, right there. Write it down. Make sure you visit it every day. Down here. So check it out if you want to read more conspiracy theories about people that I don't like. That's right, Edgy. It's 6D Chess. It's 666D Chess. It's Illuminati. 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 One eye open, Chess. That's what I'm doing. I should never have done that. I don't know why I exposed myself like that. There are people out there that that's not that much of an exaggeration. There, what really disturbed me is how many people believed that that would he was he was like I can't believe this guy thinks this stuff. Um, you know it's a joke, right? <laughs> Nathan Rake Smith, Dave the Rake. He's on Twitter and he's on YouTube and and he's just being a gre a greasy monkey. Really, he's getting all greased up and getting his dirty grease on other people, respectable people. You know, conservative people that are trying to be respectable and shake hands and be polite and nice and cordial with the people that are destroying our civilization and ruining the future of your families, okay? That's who that's who we're talking about. So give them some give them some respect. All right? If you get grease all over them. You greasy <laughs> Grease! Greasy Oh, uh. Secular says the fade in and out is like trying to replicate Wild Bill in his face masks. He wants you to be you. Would you rage against the government? I'd rage against them so hard. I'd rage against the government so hard. My goodness, that's, uh, Sam GD. Take my money. I will. Thank you very much. You're very. That's crazy. Jeez, you're shooting for number one. Uh, definitely, especially on the evening. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. What else? What else are we doing? YouTube. John Doe is back. I told you we don't do anonymous. You, your name matter. Check his ID. If his if his ID doesn't actually say John Doe, you can shoot him. That's how it works in Dagalon. There's no anonymous pretend fake. Nope, nope. You 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 can be shot dead on the spot, and you'll be fed right into Colbert, and you'll just go up the chimney. <laughs> We're very serious about our ID over here. Man on the Mountain says you're only a level 21 Freemason. I thought I was following at least a level 35 all this time. Hey, man, I didn't I didn't say he was right. I didn't say any of that. I didn't say anything. I'm mocking it because it's wrong, obviously. If you only knew how bad it really is. If you had any idea how bad it really is, you know? You know, it's, it's bad out there. That's not what I wanted. How dare you? Fuck, I hate when channels do this kind of shit. 21, is that what you think? 35? You thought I was only at 35, bro? The only reason this country's still standing is because I saw a fit 
to then let the government off the hook and let them know that this, you know, we can stop the emergency act now. But I was, I could, I could start another one. Uh, do you want me to start another emergency? I'll do it. How about a bank run? Maybe you'll need the EMA for that. I'll have two emergency acts under my belt. And what do you, and, and, you know, what's that crazy lady have? None. You don't know how to disrupt anything. I'm a level nine, um, I'm, I'm a ninth triangle of the top pyramid, okay? You don't even know what that is, because you're so ignorant. You're just a stupid, stupid peasant. I don't know anything about what we get up to. I'm a top nine pyramid of the circle of the empire of pillars. The, 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 the club of the shoehorn. Have you heard of the club of the shoehorn? Probably not. Probably fucking not, because you don't know anything. You're not spending nearly enough time on bit shoot, buddy. Cowpunch and Dirtbag says, I've become a lot dumber after listening to that bald tit head talk. What? Who was that? I've played so many things. Uh, he says, that's a lot to unpack. Are you talking about the crazy woman? You just, you don't unpack it. You just take the box and you throw it out the back window. And you set it on fire. And then you stand there with a gun and you make sure no one even tries to put the fire out. That's what you do with that box. You don't unpack it. You just get rid of it. And you make sure nobody stops it. Nobody stops it from happening. For the good of the community. For the for the the children, won't someone please think of the children? It's ridiculous. You won't think of the children. <sighs> Plata o plomo. This is a classic bit from George Carlin before he died. It says two thousand and five, but I don't think that's correct. I'm sure I've seen this in high school, and I graduated high school in 04. I I'm gonna I want to say ninety nine or two thousand two thousand two. I, I don't. Man, I could be wrong. Could be wrong, but anyway, regardless, it doesn't matter. It's uh, it's an important cultural moment. I mean, the clip is famous. It still survives because of how true it is. That's why it's not funny, really. It's kind of funny, but it's not. Why? Why do people remember it and refer to it and save it and promulgate it and post it and share it all the time so much? Because it says something to them. It speaks to them in some way that there's something about what this man is saying that is worth holding on to culturally as a society. There's some serious value in what he's saying. So we've preserved it and we've shared it. And it's so famous for that reason. What could it be? Well, you should listen to it first. You know, something that, you know, the media professionals don't like to do. Listen. Not too bright, folks. Not too fucking bright. But if you talk to one of them about this, if you isolate one of them, you sit them down rationally, you talk to them about the low IQs and the dumb behavior and the bad decisions, right away they start talking about education. That's the big answer to everything. Education. They say we need more money for education. We need more, more, more books, more teachers, more classrooms, more schools. Uh, we need more testing for the kids. And you say to them, well, you know, we've tried all of that and the kids still can't pass the test. They say, oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to lower the passing grades. And that's what they do in a lot of these schools now they lower the passing grades so more kids can pass more kids pass the school looks good everybody's happy the iq of the country slips another two or three points and pretty soon all you'll need to get into college is a fucking pencil <laughs> got a pencil get the fuck in there it's physics then everyone wonders why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education! Politicians know that word. They use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start, left behind. Someone's losing fucking ground here. 
But there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security. Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people. White collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Yeah. You know? And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on. The fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. But, oh, so close. I almost, I almost, and I noticed, it's like, oh, she's muted. Not this time. Nice try. I don't know why everyone was cheering for that conspiracy theorist. All of that stuff. Why, why was a crowd of normal, you know, I mean, they showed up to a Why are they cheering that obvious lie, those filthy, disgusting lies and tropes, you know? The government has your best interest. Like, we've lost our minds, right? Like, everything he said was, was like, basically universally known. People know this instinctively. And they feel like he's the guy, he's the authority figure in the room. He's the one with the microphone on the stage. Everyone feels safe. To clap and agree with them because it's true. In that environment, they feel. Do you think they would clap and do it if the government was in the room? 
these days. These are, you know, people would like, I, I want to, but I'm scared of what they'll think if I do, so I just better be quiet. And that's what people do now. They self-censor. They keep themselves uh, quiet. They don't want to be seen to take sides or get in the way because they're scared. They're scared of the state. Very obviously, people will agree with you in private. Look, we've seen it over the last two years, guys. They'll agree with you in private. They'll say all kinds of things like, oh, man, I, I've had people, I love what you're doing, but I, I can't possibly ever support you publicly ever or say anything ever because my career and my reputation, all that kind of stuff. I get that all the time, you know. Because they're scared. Why, why, why not? If that's what you think, why wouldn't you say it? Well, because the consequences will be, oh, really? Really? Just for saying that I agree with this person or I support them or I think what they're doing is good, that will cause you severe consequences. What does that tell you? It's, it's not okay, obviously, to think a certain way according to the country that we live in, according to the whole world we're in now. It's only okay to think the right way, which brings me to uh, you know, the point here is uh, they operate on this this gangsterism model just like uh, just like uh, Pablo Escobar would or, or any other successful criminal empire does. They all work the same way. They use the same method. Um, you know, the, his phrase plata o plomo became uh, popularized and kind of, you know, made famous by the Narcos uh, show that was on Netflix a few years back, um, which means silver or lead. And it was kind of a, a cynical way to frighten people, but they meant every word of it. And, you know, they would you come across them and, you know, you come to a decision point with uh, Mr. Escobar and his criminal empire where, you know, it, from the early days on, you can benefit from this. You can work for the team. I can hire you. You can be my employee. I will pay you money and you will do what I say. Or... I can fucking kill you and your whole family. It's a very effective motivator, you know, and uh, obviously to some extent, I mean, ask Seth Rich, I suppose, to some extent they don't just necessarily kill you, um, but that's not really necessary. And, and plus it alarms people. It makes them, makes them upset and scared. The sheep are easily frightened and they don't like to think that something bad's going on, you know. So basically, it works the same way. You can join us. You can work with this inside within the system that already exists. It can absorb you, and you can benefit from that. Or you can stay in the way, and we will use that same system to crush you. And that's how it works. You've got the mainstream legacy media and all of their crap. And then you've got Big Con and all of their crap. Big Con Inc., whatever you want to call it. They're all under the same umbrella, guys. All the real stuff, the real things that make the real differences that would change the world for real. And actually, we're not allowed to even go near that shit. Nope. They create the boxes you're allowed to play in. One side, you know, they play for their teams. Con Inc. plays for their, their, their con sports ball, you know, players that they've put on the field and the other team does. And they take turns going back and forth. But really, again, we're just marching, aren't we? Lockstep one after the other. Left foot, right foot, straight towards the same destiny that George Carlin was talking about in 2005 or 98 or whatever it was. And Bill Cooper in the years before that. And Alex Jones before that. And David Icke before. And on and on and on. It's all coming true. It's undeniable. The pattern is obvious that anyone that looks at it for very long will see it and come to the same conclusions because it's the truth. And the problem is, there's no guts anymore. Like, 
You're goddamn right I'm angry. I'm an angry person. Absolutely. You should be too. Everyone should be. If you're paying attention and you're not angry, I don't I don't know what's going on with you. I mean, people are are dying everywhere. We're on the precipice of a third world war. We're bankrupting our our entire I mean, selling it right down the river. The fabric of society is being torn apart at the seams. The differences and the divisions being instilled, you know, these wounds that, you know, are inflicted are then being torn open and made as big as possible by, by the media on both sides, by our, our supposed leadership. You know, you grow up thinking a certain way. Oh, you want to talk about trauma? This guy's really disturbed. He's traumatized. Let me. Why don't you take a seat? Let me teach you something if you can bear to listen to anything for a, more than a, mo- a moment of, if it's not your own voice. You're goddamn right. People are angry, especially, you know, military guys. Why do you think that would be? Well, you uh, told them. That if they went and, and, and did this thing for you called, you know, fighting to the death against other human beings on behalf of the society that they came from, you know, your, your warrior class that you send abroad to fight for the nation's interests and so on and or whatever, that there was kind of a deal here that you would, you know, will they'll do that, but you, you know, take care of them and, you know, at least give them the respect that they deserve for doing that. And none of that happened. We don't take care of them. They die on the street every, I don't just... What are we at? I know six six guys I knew personally just in the last couple of years. Where's the outrage? Where's the protest? Where's no one cares? They don't actually care, and we know that. We are all very fucking aware of that. Ask them. Ask them. Get them to honestly. T- they'll tell you. I know lots. You want to get some interviews? I can set you up with at least a dozen guys that aren't me. That are. Don't worry. They're not odious, vulgar. You know. Oh, terrible fucking people. You can just talk to them. They're very uh, eloquent and easy to talk to, and they'll tell you exactly. Yeah, they're pissed. They feel very betrayed. It's heartbreaking. Oh, you need help? Have a million pills from this pharmaceutical company that we all know in the veteran community is, is hurting. It's doing way more harm than good. And yet, for some reason, the government is just shoving all these pills and, and all these you know, extremely expensive drugs on people because the pharmaceutical companies are making money on it. So you go do that, and you sacrifice your time, your body, your health, or your life, your limb, your eyeballs are blown out of your head, whatever happens. Your friends are killed and so on, and then you, you know, come back to your country, and your country fucking hates you. It doesn't, it doesn't care anymore. It doesn't care about the things that you thought you were fighting for. It's thrown those away. Now it wants to fight for different things like heaven, heaven uh, you know, whatever the hell that officer was thing in charge and you know, genital mutilation and mass migration into the country. We're going to fight the Ukraine. It's just all kinds of crazy nonsense. We're just going to do that now. We're going to hate Don Cherry. We're going to fire him. We're going to, you know, um, attack a lot of the core pieces of our our national identity, which we apparently don't have anymore, according to the leadership. We're going to attack that. And anyone that has a problem with that is like, well, they're just a racist bigot, of course. That's what it is. And then we're going to go after the military specifically. Um, we're gonna act. We're gonna really go at them. We're gonna charge their all kinds of generals with all kinds of sexual, and they'll be. They can be found gu- innocent. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You've still destroyed their careers and their livelihoods and their reputations and their name and so on. And it, they were all, you know, key figures in the military that we were all either heard the name or they're from some way or another. We know who they are and what their reputation is. 
and 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 you know it's like that's our that's our club like we know those guys those are our guys and you're like oh they're this they're these horrible Wait, we're like what what do you no i know him no we know them that's not that's not accurate I, no that's not correct but i'm sorry you know everything so we're just going to tear all that down tear all that apart and then the, these things you tell us that we had to go fight for in the first place, the, the freedoms and the values that they hate us for. They hate us for our freedoms and our the values of Western civilization. That's why we have to go kill every Muslim in the world. We have to go fight all the, specifically Muslim countries. we got to go destroy all, all the countries that surround Israel. It's just, just coincidentally, we got to destroy all of them. And don't ask any questions about it. And then we're going to mass, you know, import all those people. You just ran around, you know, blowing their shit up in their countries. We're going to mass import all those back here. And then the government here is going to attack your freedoms and, and your rights and your values that had long been fought for and defended in blood by our warriors abroad for decades. Then, when the some of the veterans, many of them that, you know, show up with their medals on to defend on the steps of the tomb of the unknown soldier in their capital city to say, I am not okay with what you're doing on behalf of the community. And then you beat them with guns and horses and drag them to the ground and beat the shit out of them and did all that and, and, and you know, inferred they're all terrorists. I don't, I can't understand why these veterans are so angry. Isn't it such a puzzle? It's so hard to understand, is it not? I, I don't understand, you know, you know, you put the fence up around the memorial and, and then it was dismantled by, uh, why, why do you think we did that? Do you think we thought that was a fun, oh, cute, oh, good, yeah, we're, we're protected, we're going to put a fence up now around this monument that's been paid in blood by, by hundreds of thousands of our warfighters that are apparently, uh, well, see here, it's like this, Americans might be confused. See, the, the way that veterans are treated, as bad as they are in America, which is not great. Again, soldiers don't like to complain, and they'll just take it. So, greasy wheel gets the gets the oil, you know? Greasy wheel, squeaky wheel. They're so greasy, Philip! They're so greasy, I can hardly stand how greasy they are! They don't complain too much. They don't protest. They don't fucking set fire to police cars, shoot cops, and throw bombs into the street in Atlanta. So they're not worth listening to because it's really what's the consequences of just fucking with them? Nothing. They'll just die quietly, which they've been doing for decades. So, you know, whatever. But in Canada, we the Canadian people prefer a be seen but not heard approach. They like to see the veterans around, but they don't want to hear from them ever. They don't ever want to listen to anything they actually have to say unless it you know stays in the box of the, the construct of what they believe veterans are supposed to think. And they're supposed to think whatever they think because they all believe. And these veterans aren't even really people. They're just kind of, you know, this this weird kind of uh, cast of people that exist to defend them and their values, whatever they may be. And they aren't people of their own with their own thoughts and feelings and concerns and values and, and so on. And they should be dismissed, even having defended everyone and everything abroad for, in James Topp's case, nearly 30 fucking years all over the world in, in violent confrontations defending. And they're, you know what? I, yeah, I like seeing him, but I don't want to hear from him. We don't want to hear from him. So we're going to shut him up. We're going to not pay any attention to him. We're going to ignore him. We're going to court-martial. We're actually going to punish him for, for how dare he. And, uh, you know, and we're going to dogpile on him. And we're going to attack him and attack his reputation and, and call him a criminal. He's being charged. Oh, the charges. All of this kind of shit. So that basically, 
Um, just the act of the finger pointing from, from the machine and then immediately washes away like the sands on a beach as the tide comes in and washes away all the work of your sandcastle. That's what we are. That's the sum of our careers and our collective suffering to the Canadian people is that the waves of the government you know, can just come in and wash it away like it had never been there at all. And you're just another piece of shit, far-right extremist, white supremacist, just like everybody else. You're just a piece of shit and no... No one should ever pay attention to you. So all of the things you've already given, they no longer matter. And if they can be erased that quickly and that easily and that ferociously, did they ever matter at all? Not to them. Guess not. Jay, thank you. So I make 500 an hour. I should have said per day. So you know, hashtag take my money. I will. I have no problem taking your money. Thank you, brother. Can you blame him? Just close your eyes. Can you blame him? Not a slave to a world that doesn't give a shit. Why would you? I don't know why they're so... They must be mentally and physically disturbed. They're disturbed. They're fucked up. They don't think like me. Therefore, there must be something wrong with them. Uh, No, there's something wrong with you. You're the one that has something wrong with them. It's not them. It's you. It's because the army traumatized them. No, they experienced real life. You know, outside the the soft edges and rounded corners and everything's got pillows and, you know, crash mats and and safety bubbles on where nothing bad ever happens and everything here is just chocolate cakes and fucking high fives forever. And anything uncomfortable or bad happens, it's ignored and shrugged under the rug. Like the fucking Porta Peak Massacre, for example. Did the RCMP... Who cares? They got promoted and we don't talk about it because we just don't talk about it. How about the Picton situation? Now we'll just throw it away, throw it away. Just scrub it all under the rug. It doesn't matter. We we, we just... We don't really like... We don't want to... We want only good things always. So these guys go out and they, you know, live in a world where bad things do fucking happen and you're going to have to, it's going to have to be dealt with. But now they're crazy. They're all just crazy. So on the one hand, we want you to go fight our fucking wars for us, but we don't ever want to hear from you. We don't give a shit about you and we'll let you just die in the street. In fact, hey, maybe you'll get maybe you'll need to be in a wheelchair. You'll ask for a wheelchair ramp and we'll go, "Oh, we could build you a wheelchair ramp or we could kill you. We could give you maid." Have you thought of that? Is that an option for you? They don't care, guys. To join this military or stay in, especially as we approach a fucking serious war, you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. I hope you got some kind of plan, because... <laughs> I mean, how, mu- how abusive of a relationship is that? Just to the last man saluting the flag, being stabbed in the back by your own country, like, Oh, I salute the flag. What are you, stupid man? It's like 20, 25% of this country actually gives a fuck. 
it's it's a very it's pretty lopsided, dude. It's real bad. Twenty twenty five percent is my guess. Most of them seem to live in Western Canada. They have no appreciation at all. It's really gross. And especially also the way I know, and I speak for a lot of guys, because they've told me that. And they appreciate the things that I talk about and I say on their behalf. So I just want to also say how fucking insulting and condescending and offensive it is that to assume that, oh, well, with no with nothing to lean on, but hey, oh, he was in the military, so he's probably half out of his mind. That's the most... Like, to reduce us to, like, oh, you're just a crazy person. Wow. Yeah, because until I left, I was I was commanding, like, $10 million in equipment. I've got a fucking armored personnel carrier I'm running with nine other guys in it. It's got a 25-millimeter Bushmaster cannon on it, two machine guns, grenade launchers. We drive around at nighttime and blow shit up and take people out. And all the guys in the battle, they're kids, they're teenagers with machine guns. I got to look out for them and take care of them and manage this whole nightmare. I got an office, I got to do paperwork, I got to do their administration work. I got to deal with their problems, their girlfriend broke up with them, this guy's fucking got gonorrhea, this guy kicked a, a cop, he's in jail. Right? I got to do all deal with all of that. I got to get up at five in the goddamn morning and be at the gym before most of these people are even fucking ever out of bed. They say in the army, you know, these guys, we've got more done by 10 o'clock than you will do all day. And they're probably right. Having been a civilian for a while, I would say that's accurate. So you can go from that, and, or be an officer, even worse. Hey, you want to be an officer? How You want to work 40 days in a row without any time off? You want to sleep in your office because there's just not enough time to do all the shit you got to do and manage a fucking company or a battalion of these guys, of these maniacs? Base commit, all of that. And then you retire. Oh, but do, do you have... Do you, well, he's got some wrong opinions. Now, we did trust them with all of that. But now, you know what? No. Crazy. Deranged, insane. Very disturbed. Probably has addiction issues. How do you live with yourself being so full of shit? I, I mean... <laughs> And and now knowing this, this this is we know how you feel. Why in the fuck should anyone defend any of this, knowing this is what you're going to get in return? Not less than nothing. You're going to be abused and attacked if you go against the current thing, just as anybody else would. It wouldn't matter if you were a janitor at a fucking McDonald's to them. They don't make they don't care at all. They don't care that you've put your life on the line. They don't care that you've had your soul, your very soul rendered and buried more of your your fro- close friends and people you consider your family than any of these people will ever even dream of in a lifetime. Grandma dies, they take a fucking week off of work like it's a like it's the end of the goddamn world. We're out here fucking putting 20-year-olds in the ground, 30-year-old, you know, dads with young kids all the fucking time, boys. All the time. You know what? You want to talk about a pandemic? There's your fucking pandemic. I've been living through a pandemic for 10 goddamn years. My friends just keep dying. None of them from COVID, often from self-inflicted gunshot wounds or nooses and so on. There's your fucking pandemic. Did you give a shit about that? No. Was that on CNN? Was that on CBC? No, it wasn't. Where was the top doctor on those comments? They didn't exist. Where? Nothing. Because they don't care. They don't give a shit. 
George Carlin was right. He was always right. They don't care. They'll never care. Nobody's ever cared. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Things that people care about are given a lot of attention, like their most attention. You, like That's all like. If they wanted to do X, Y, or Z, they would do it because that's what they care about most. If people wanted to be, you know, oh, this this guy's, you know, horribly out of shape, really unhealthy and so on. And it's like, well, why doesn't he go to the gym? Because he doesn't want to. If he wanted to, he would choose to do that instead of eating butter and playing video games. That's what he chose to do. He wanted to do that more. So that's the choice he made. If this society and this government was interested in helping these guys, they would focus on that and, and figure out what's going on. But they don't care. Do you know what they do care about? Transgender issues. Pride flags. Pronouns. Diversity hires. Cultural Marxism. Critical race theory. Mass migration. Mean words. Censoring the internet. Making the bad men go away. Make the noise to get rid of the debank people. That's what they care about because that's what you hear about all day, every day. And if you didn't hear about this shit from me, you wouldn't hear it at all. Because no one else is allowed to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Because they're fucking guilty. Northern Bigot says, does Diagon manufacture its own grease? I'm in the market. Uh, we, I don't know. I think we could. There's a lot of greasy people here, so I'm sure we could manufacture. That, that we could come up with some grease. What do you need? How much grease do you need? I could get you more than you'll... Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you want it, but we can get it to you. <laughs> David's Princess. David's Princess? Weren't you David before? Now it's David's Princess 6969. Oh, are you one of David's victims? Is that what this is? Or did David go trans? I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to ask. He says, how bad is it really? Family members shared a story of a man in the ER needing surgery to remove a living squirrel from his his rectum. I believe it. Secular, he says, we should erect a statue of George in the Dagalon Hall of Honor. There definitely already is one. George Carlin was a huge influence on me and, and a brilliant, brilliant. Um, he was more than a comedian. He was he was like a a teacher. You know, that's who George Carlin is. He's, he's more than that. To just just to say he was a comedian is, is not um, what that guy did with his work and his messaging and his like. And some of it is obviously I don't, I'm not I hate doing this. I don't agree with everything. I think some of the stuff he said was really fucked. OK, but a lot of it wasn't. And I'll, I will take. You know, seven out of, seven times out of ten, he's he's pretty on the head. That's pretty good. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. And everybody only wants nine or tens. Nine out of ten or ten out of ten. Be right all the time, or you're allowed one mistake ever, maybe. Less than that, and we just disregard you, and you're a piece of shit, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, I, I, I think he's great. Uh, Jen Stein says, you shall be first in my... And, and he was a leftist, too. He would have been all about this mass migration, get rid of the white people stuff, you know? <laughs> Which, obviously not. I'm not a fan of, but... Doesn't change the rest of the shit he said. is very true, isn't it? Um, he said, You shall be my first in my line... In my forced blood farm. Don't don't tell me this. I don't want to know about this. He says, No, honestly, your lawyer is wrong about you not being uh, a therapist. Laughter and honesty is the most important. Cheers and respect. There you go! Hope you're watching! <laughs> lawyer man! You gonna disagree with a random guy on the internet? I hope not. You know what that leads to? Getting canceled. Getting banned on Twitter. (laughs) 
Secular says, whatever happened to the saying, I see no other color but green, so we can't be racist. Well, the, the military by nature is a meritocracy, and uh, they don't like that either. You know, we got to get rid of that. We, we have to have equality in the military. Uh, insane. Insa- completely insane. Ru- ruinously dumb, but, you know. Hey, why not? There was a general in the States. Who was this? It was a general. Maybe he was a colonel, a lieutenant colonel. I think one of the V4F guys sent me that. And by the way, if you guys are out, veterans for freedom, I highly suggest uh, getting in touch and getting involved. There's a lot of shit happening there behind the scenes. And they're, they're, <laughs> I'll let them explain it when it happens, but they're, they're, they're doing some good stuff and they're, they're working uh, hard. And there may be some opportunities in there for you very, very soon. So if you're recently retired, I would, I would look into that. Uh, veterans for freedom. Uh, good time over there. Madam Breezy says, Graham Hancock said it best. Any leader of a country should go on at least 12 mushroom trips. <laughs> never trust anyone that has never tried drugs. It means they're not curious about anything. It means they don't think about things. <laughs> Alt-right streamer says leadership. Can- yes, they should all be on drugs all the time. Well, they are already. I guess it's not a good. They are doing a lot of drugs. They're doing a lot of cocaine, a lot of drinking, a lot of that. So maybe, maybe that's not a good idea. Black belt dissident. I like it. There's a picture of a guy with a black belt. I'm going to assume that's him. He says, 50 American dollars for my favorite British guy. I'm British today. Oh, wonderful. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Dissident. That will be all. You may leave. You may close the door upon your departure. It's drafty. It's quite drafty. And, you know, it gets cold in here. And fuel is expensive because of the climate change and all. Uh, Scotia Hank commercial, Sam J. I already did that last time. Somebody had to, somebody didn't it has to get clipped or it goes away. You know, you got to get on the clip people for that stuff. Man of Breezy says, "Why did the man put his money in the freezer? He wanted cold, hard cash." Oh, that's an, that's got to be an old joke. That joke's got to be from the '30s. You know, ah, see, why did the guy want to have? A, why did he put his money in the freezer, Tommy? I don't know. I wanted to tell me because he wanted cold, hard cash. See, <laughs> they're all wearing fedoras and trench coats. I assume that's where that that joke came from. I can't think of any other place it may have come from. It's not new. Did you make that up? <laughs> Yelled enough about the military. What do I got left? We're running out of time. Thank God. Thank God. Did I have notes? I did. I didn't look at them very much. Yeah. <laughs> you get the idea. So, yeah. I kind of trail off on a tangent, but anyway. A lot of these people you see and hear from, I want to burn so many people. There's a lot less independent uh, thinkers out there than you think. Way less. Chances are they're being paid by someone. There's a lot of these big funds that make sure people that they want to have the money and the reach and the influence get what they need. So in this way, when you control all the money, uh, you know, you've got a pool of, of, of people that you could use to, uh, you know, send, send messages and, and talk to, you know, talk to society. Send the messages you want to have them listening to. It's not a, it's not a, a fair <laughs> process because obviously there's going to be uh, some messaging that's good for you and some that's bad. Maybe some that's very bad and some that's very good. 
So obviously, you're going to hire the people that are doing a good or very good job and give them the money so they say the things that you like and want them to say. And then you're going to use the other side of the money to suppress, criticize, slander, destroy, and put as much pressure as possible on the people saying things that are bad or very bad for you. That you got you to gotta put a stop to that. Okay? So, but often, before you even get to this point, if they think that, hey, you know, this person could be plata o plomo. You want to join the team? You want to be part of the team? You want to you want to get some uh, want to get some ad dollars? You want some of that big money? How much does Stephen Crowder? What's Stephen Crowder fighting with uh, Ben Shapiro over? Like a hundred million dollars or something? That's that's what this shit's worth. Wow, wow, holy shit. Hmm. So you can join them. <laughs> same thing. Same thing in politics. All any power structure. If you if your views or your objectives or your goals, um, you find yourself that you're in a spot where it goes against, you know, the grain, you can expect that apparatus to then demand you change. You better get back in line, or it's going to roll over you next. Unfortunately. I'm the kind that uh, I, I, I don't like being told what to do, ironically. And I couldn't live with myself. I just can't. I can't. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they can just pretend to care about shit and say, you know, for money and self-censor and all the ad sponsors. We're not allowed to talk about this and that and blah, blah, Like, it's just become a an industry where it's it's nasty. So they take the money and they, and they go. And if they say no, well, guess what? Now you're competition. You either join them or you're the enemy. You're competition now. What did the what did the Conservative Party do with with Warren Kinsella and Max Bernier and the PPC and all that? Did they did they recognize them as a oh look another political party with you know kind of you know right wing ideas some some here and there center right party? Did they help them? Did they did they collaborate? Did they what did they do? Uh, no, they attacked them viciously, ruthlessly. They paid people to write smear campaigns and lies and rumors and, and all of that shit about the PPC. The CPC did that. They attacked them on purpose, routinely. During the, uh, during the I mentioned this last time, during the, during the convoy, the Conservative Party was giving messaging talking points to the, uh, to the organizers, trying to influence their, you know, trying to get in charge of that. Yeah, they... People don't want you in charge of that conservative party. They don't like you. Where were you? Where were you in the last two years? The whole point people were there was because of the mandates and the masks and the, basically the, the generalized attack on the, the, you know, the, the very obvious encroachment upon the freedoms and, and liberties of the people in this nation was, was very clearly happening. And it got to the point where no one was listening. So this massive protest happened. And what did the Conservative Party do after years of nothing and silence and allowing this to happen? Allowing your children to be banished from their team sports, allowing them to be sent home from school, allowing them to be kicked out of universities, allowing people to lose their jobs, allowing, 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 allowing the people to beat people, arrest them, throw them in jail, pastors, close down churches, burn down churches, allowed it, allowed it, allowed it. We just sat there. We just kind of allowed it to happen. Well, actually, we encouraged it. We said, go get vaccinated, didn't we? We said, it's time to get a booster. We're all in this together. We made these videos together. Yeah, it seems to me like you guys were pretty lockstep with all of that stuff. 
And then later when you saw the political value of this cast of people who you vastly underestimated existed because it was just a fringe minority. It's only a couple of people. Oh, no, it turns out to be millions and millions and millions, actually. Then they went, oh, well, you know what? We should probably... Let's try and steer this. Let's get on our surfboards here. Let's paddle out here to this wave, and let's see if we can hop on at the apex and surf this bad boy into an election win. That's what I think we should do. I think we should take charge of this uh, grassroots populist uh, movement and make it ours. Get them to vote for us. I mean, I know we didn't show up and help them in any way at all over the past two years as the country was just chopped up and people's lives were destroyed and, you know, people very close to me and all, all of us, really, we've all lost someone in, this, in, in one of these horrible manners now, uh, you know, behind a, behind a plastic sheet because we can't visit them because you're not vaccinated. I know one guy, four, four five members of his family die from things you're not allowed to talk about. He wasn't even allowed to go to the, you're not allowed to go to the funeral. We have to stay on the other side of the street because coronu, because vaccinations. That was all allowed to happen. Because, see, they, they thought there was very few of you people. There's only a cop. Everybody's doing what the TV says. I mean, I've got, I've got my boosters and I've got my vaccines. And, eh. Did you? Great. Good for you. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people are very scared and concerned. Oh, how many? Oh, that many? Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's, those are valuable percentage points in an election many, aren't they? Isn't that that many? That is that many, isn't it? You'd better get in on that, huh? Huh? Because, hey, if I'm wrong and you cared so much this whole fucking time, where were you in 2020 or in 2021 or in 2022? I'm listening, but I don't hear anything. No, nothing. There was nothing. So do you think, and and here's another age old, I love this one. I remember thinking this was a good idea when I was like literally 17. People think, well, if I, if I just join them and then get on the inside and then work to change from within. <laughs> How many people do you think thought that before they got into politics and just got corrupted by it? Did it, did anything ever get changed? No, no. You're you're going into the Shark Tank, and they're gonna you're gonna do what they want you to do because they're gonna entice you with money, with power, with all kinds of things, or you're gonna be destroyed. Then the, then you don't get the endorsements, you don't get the money, you don't get the connections, you lose the election, and you're not anything now. So do you want to win an election and be part of the club, or do you want to stay homeless and on the street and be a bum? Pick one. Plata o plomo. What do you think these people do? How many people? Name them. Name them all off. If we've got such a valiant class of defenders of the people of Canada in our political class, I'd love to see them. I'd love to hear about them because I can count them on one fucking hand. Count them on one hand in the government. Where have you been? Hello? People should be able to name them all. They don't know. It's nobody. What does the government really look like? This is probably the most honest picture you're ever going to see right there. Because they don't care. If it were me, I would care very much about being seen with these people standing shoulder to shoulder, smiling, laughing. These are criminals. Very likely, anyway. (laughs) Don't expect the police or the security forces in this country to ever do anything about that. They work for them. They don't work for you. They work for the people on the screen. So the people on the screen can do whatever they want. And they do. They have been doing it for a long time. 
They get away with everything. Have you ever heard of a politician going to jail for anything? Are they, They're just the most law-abiding people in the world, hey? Maybe Nova Scotia is going to change that soon in the next six months. Depends on some emails I'm waiting on. <laughs> so you've got these two choices, and why do people choose the things they choose? Well, you choose what, you, what do you care about? Do you want money, or do you care about your principles? Do you care about your integrity, or do you want stuff? Do you want status? Do you want power? Do you want acceptance? Do you want people to clap and, and pat you on the head and say you're doing a good job? You're a good boy. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Good for you. Good for you. What does that matter if it's bullshit? If it's empty. It's e- it was easy. You think I'm wrong? Look who the prime minister is. That Did that guy claw his way up from the basement? Did he earn his, did he fight his way in there? On his, on his spirit, on his courageous and admirable leadership skills. Is that how he did it? No. They just decide, uh, put this guy in, put that guy in, you know. Run the money, fund the campaign, get it done. I swear these people could get a broomstick elected if they really had to. Or you go the other way. Like <laughs> Oh, this stuff is all... Uh, see, I don't know. The, the Twitter embeds don't seem to work anymore. Just try this website, maybe. Nope. This is how it is now. The five-minute city utopia they're planning. Have to take into consideration the world order. We're working to create a new world order. They must establish one. They openly acknowledge they may not be successful establishing a new world order right now due to times being hyper-partisan and polarized, i.e. people are not doing what they're told and they're fighting you. They're fighting you on on doing what you want to do uh, because they don't want it to happen. And you're like, well, they need to be crushed. That's tyranny. Okay? Forcing people to do things they don't want to do is is what tyranny is. When a government does that to people, forces them to live in a way that they don't want, that's tyranny. That's tyrannical. And that's what's happening. So we have a bunch of tin pot little wannabe ridiculous loser dictators. And they're, they're little clone goblin creatures that support them because they're scared and they're weak and pathetic. They can't exist on their own. They can't think on their own. They can't do anything on their own. They're often on government assistance anyway. And when something comes up and they don't know what to think because they can't think, they turn to the experts, the authoritative sources. They absorb and download the update, they turn back, and they regurgitate as much as they can. And if it doesn't work, ah, well, re-block racist Nazi whatever. Because going out into the out into the cold of the world on your own to see it for what it really is is difficult. It requires, it requires some strength, and they don't have any of that. They're weak, so they bend over for tyrants. They allow this to happen. They have no strength of their soul left in their body. Because if they did, they would resist what is clearly evil. Instead, they welcome it, and they worship it, and they applaud it when it crushes people that stand in its way. And then they pretend that they are some kind of benevolent fucking hero for cheering on the steamroller of tyranny as it rolls over the future of every living living person right now. That's how, that's how virtuous they are. Bash the fash, hey?
You want to hear one of the so what is the dumbest things ever? This is what they're this is what they're up to now. This is how desperate they've become. Well, actually, before I get to this, influenza. Yeah, oh yeah. No, don't you wait. And before next, I got to get out of here. Eggs now. Hey, do you know eggs? This is the obligatory. Basically, every night I'm going to be like, oh look, here's the new thing that causes heart attacks or blood clots or strokes or whatever it is. Something else. It's eggs now, guys. Eggs. Compound found in eggs linked to enhanced risk of blood clotting. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Um, eggs have been a staple of the human diet um, pretty much, I think, since the beginning of time. And uh, you know, very pro- in some cultures, places, especially time periods, eggs may be all, all you can get. One would assume those people would just be wiped out. Uh, but yet here we are, still eating eggs. No one's apparently noticed the danger of this food that's been around for 50,000 years. The, the, however long humans have been on this planet consuming animals, uh, which is fine and not evil, and animals are not equal to people, you crazy lady, eating the chickens and eating their eggs and so on, we just failed to notice that uh, people just kept dropping dead and having strokes and blood clots and heart attacks and stuff all the time. Uh, so I guess eggs are bad again. Eggs were good, they're bad, they're good, they're bad, and you know they, they cause blood clots now, apparently. All over your body. A study conducted by the Cleveland Clinic suggested that uh, choline could make the blood more prone to clotting. It is sometimes uh, sold in over-the-counter dietary supplements. Okay. The body makes some, but the majority comes from dietary sources. Research has found that consuming the nutrient in high concentrations could lead to clotting. Oh, so I guess it's eggs are full of eggs are full of these poisonous. Science has really, really gotten smart. And you know, I just feel so stupid watching these people and can't believe how smart they are. With their ability to deduce, you know, l- listen to this. So what is this link between influenza, infection, and stroke? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I already love how he started. Oh, yeah, I, I was surprised too. I know about this either until last year, but. I, I, the doctor, didn't know about this until just a minute ago. Cool, good start. Uh, infection and stroke. Yeah, I didn't know about this either until last year, but it turns out that after flu season, about three or four weeks later, there is a stroke season. Uh. Way too loud. I forgot, but stroke season. I'm going to have to we're going to have to go back. You're going to have to say that again, and I'm going to hope I misinterpreted you. Yeah, I didn't know about this either until last year, but it turns out that after flu season, about three or four weeks later, there is a stroke season. And like you said, most of Canada is uh, getting down off of a of a big uh, hump of, of flu. So now we're starting to see more strokes. And a friend of uh, one of my colleagues actually mentioned that at work uh. the other day. said, have you noticed how many strokes we're seeing? It's a lot more than usual. Yeah, it is. It is a lot more strokes than usual. Thank you for noticing. That might be racist, though. Don't notice things. Noticing is racist. This is wild. This is next-level brainwashing, man. And this is a doctor. This is an urgent care physician, says there. This is on CBC. This is what people listen to and then adjust their life accordingly to because they think this is good advice. This is what's happening. It must be. He's got a little Spock bobbly head on the table there. He's got to be a genius. I didn't know about this until just a minute ago, but apparently I was like, hey, have you noticed people are just having strokes and heart attacks? Me too! Oh, you know what? It's the flu that's causing it. It just never used to happen ever, ever, ever until right now. Until just now. Weird. Weird. What? I wonder what changed in the last couple of years. Uh, hump of, 
of flu, so now we're starting to see more strokes. And a friend of uh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this video, but I'm going to try really hard to play it without saying anything. But it's I'm, trust me, it's infuriating. One of my colleagues actually mentioned that at work the other day. He said, "Have you noticed how many strokes we're seeing? It's a lot more than usual. It feels like." So anecdotally, we're starting to see that. The good news is that uh, getting your flu shot reduces your risk of stroke, according to. Oh, so let me get this straight. People are getting hurt and sick and having problems, medical health problems, and the solution is needles again. Be afraid. Get a needle. Why? Well, because rich people are making bank right now. So, mother of God. A study from the University of Calgary right here back in November. Tell us more about that study. Yeah, so the researchers looked at health records of all Albertans, so about 4 million people over 10 flu seasons. You looked at the health records of every Albertan? What? Who? Researchers? Uh, is that legal? That sounds... What do you mean? I, I have an issue with that statement, but we don't have time. But What? And they found that about for about six months after you get your flu shot, the risk of having a stroke is reduced by about 20% overall. Compared so is exercise, so is healthy eating, so is getting vitamin D, being outside, having less stress in your life. There's a lot of things that reduce the risk of stroke, none of which anyone is promoting. All very easy to do on your own, but you know what? Billionaires won't make any money from it, so therefore we have talking head guy on magic, you know, authority box telling you that the only thing, you better go get this pharmaceutical product to reduce your risk of stroke. That's the only thing that, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Actually, uh, good food and exercise will astronomically reduce your risk of every single illness there is, literally all of them, and uh, stroke is, is up there. So, you know, you could do that, but instead, again, needles, billionaires, cha-ching. Compared to if you didn't get a flu shot. And your risk goes down even if you don't have the, the sort of typical stroke risk factors like being over 50 or, or smoking, things like that. Or being even a disgusting fat body that lives on cheese and plays video games and doesn't go outside and lives the typically sedentary Western lifestyle. That's a huge risk factor, too. You should talk about that. Nah. Nah, I'm a doc. This is my problem. Does he even give a fuck? He's a doctor. Oh, man, we got to stop people from getting strokes. Yeah, I'll go on TV and tell him to get the flu shot. Flu shot? Are you a practicing doctor? It said urgent care physician. Have you noticed everyone's super unhealthy? Everyone's on drugs. Everyone's overweight. Uh, this maybe, maybe this is a good time as an expert in the health field to remind people that eh, you're eating yourselves to death. The food you're eating is killing you, literally. And the sitting around doing that. You need to go to the gym, guys. You need to get outside. You got to do something. Your, your body is made to do that. When you don't do that, you're dying slowly. You're killing yourself by not exercising. I'm not doing nearly enough myself, but I'm just saying. I'm also not 400 pounds. I'm still in relatively decent shape. I am also only 36. But there's guys my age that look like they're 56 and not in a good way at all. Not the Sylvester Stallone 56. You know? guy's like 80 right now isn't that nuts or is he 75 some crazy number it's the only thing you can do is is go get needles isn't that crazy we have one more what's this there's one of these so what i want to get to oh right that's all that already 
Like, listen to this. Uh, I I personally, I like Jimmy. This is a Jimmy Dore clip. I mean, he's he's a lefty, and he's you know, I I think he's I think he's honest though, and he means well, and he's a decent guy. He seems like I I don't see any, so I don't hate like oh Jimmy's fucking said this about that. I don't give a shit. I'm a grown up. I don't care. He would fucking probably hate me for all the shit that I've said, right? Um, but I'm I'm not that ridiculous, and I think he's uh I think he's honest at least, and at least he's able to come to this conclusion. Uh, I got the vax, and I got injured. And I looked into it, and as soon as I looked into it, I found out they were lying about everything. Cha-ching. Everything. They are lying about masks. They yep. were lying about lockdowns. Yes. They were lying about how you handle pandemics. We've had pandemics before. Never before did we handle them, any of them like this. That's correct. They were lying about herd immunity. They lied about natural immunity. And you see what the key difference, you know, what makes him now a conspiracy theorist and a far right extremist and all this kind of shit? He knows the government lies. That's that's that is the key factor. Everybody that's now on this, like they either knew the government was full of shit and, and lying and the media, it's all a fucking scant dude. They don't give a fuck about you, as Carlin said. There's people that knew that already or were pretty suspicious of it or mildly suspicious of it. They became the fringe minority of unacceptable views and alt-right people that blah, 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 that, that they're saying and Davos needs to be crushed. The number one threat to the new world order is these dissident people. We need to get rid of them. That's what they said. I wonder if they talked about me specifically. Is that too, is that too much? I don't know. Things are getting wild around here. <laughs> That's all it took. So if Jimmy here had belie- really believed, as he should have, that the people running this country and this world are f- the most full of shit, awful people in- that you can possibly imagine. Whatever you're thinking, it's so much worse than you can imagine. It's incredible. It's unbelievable that it even works. I can't imagine. I- I- it's astonishing. He would not be vaccine injured right now, but he is. He is. Because he believed them, and he was not suspicious, and he was not skeptical, and he just assumed they had his best interests at heart. He took the candy from the strangers, and now he's not healthy anymore. They lied. They didn't. Pfizer didn't even test to see if their vaccine stops transmission. They didn't even test, and we didn't find that out until recently because uh, a European politician asked a Pfizer executive at a hearing. We didn't find out from a scientist who looked at the data. Well, we couldn't, Jimmy, because um, Twitter, Facebook, big tech, the government, the police and so on. They put those people in jail or silenced them. That's why you didn't hear about it, because they were literally dragged away like 1984. And so, well, in some cases, yeah, remember that German doctor, they raided him live on live while he was streaming about this. So they did. They did 1984 some people or like V for Vendetta. Just boot the door in and grab you right on camera. They did it. Australia. Remember those fucking crazy Australia videos? And they were gone? Jimmy never saw any of those. Clearly. So what does that tell you? Censorship works. Why do you think they want to do it? They didn't want to they didn't want to let their release their data, by the way, for seventy five years. Yeah, remember that? Because they're the good guys. So seventy five years. That's all you have to wait for to see the to see the trial data from these precious vaccines you love so much. It's just that everyone pretty much everyone alive today will be dead more or less even if you're a baby you know how my nephew will be when you're able to see the pfizer data he'll be 76 years old what's he gonna do 
He's a one-year-old baby. When you can see this, he's going to be, you know. Nothing suspicious there either. Remember that? I bet you don't. I do, Jimmy, because I was paying attention and I was warning people as best they could, and now I'm on a watch list. Yeah, remember, they didn't want to release the vaccine trial data for 75 years. Yeah. And still not a not still not a question from any of my friends. Those those people who smear me online, who've known me my whole life. Not a question. about. Now he's feeling the same thing a lot of us have felt. People that have known him my whole life just threw him out like he was garbage, like he was nothing. Despite everything. Whether you're a soldier, you're a doctor, you're a, a paramedic, whatever it was, you're a fireman, you, you worked at a software company, you're a plumber, you're a creative designer, whatever it was. The people in your life just threw you away like you were never anything. Just like that. Because the government made it seem like that was the popular thing to do. And because they're weak, cowardly sheep people, they would rather abandon you and everything you ever meant. Your whole, they would rather abandon you than, than, than stand up for anything. That's the rank and file person. That's the quality of the person walking around generally. It's very reassuring. About the COVID narrative, they're on the wrong side of history a thousand percent. Yep, they are. But uh, that's fine. And that's your, you know, that's your left left wing hero, Jimmy Dore. He was all about it until he wasn't. Until something happened to him. And whoops, isn't that how it works? Until they come and break your balls. Until you feel that military boot on your balls, they will not. <laughs> you can show them concentration camp. You can bring evidence and put into face. He will still refuse to believe it until. Something happens to them. Then, well, all of a sudden it matters, huh? Because it's happening to all the other people that you couldn't be bothered. That didn't bother you because it didn't happen to you. And this is something else. I had a lot of people, I'm not going to name names because you never know. But I had a lot of people over the weekend, you know, trying to get either people I hadn't heard from in years or have never heard from. And you know what they wanted to know? They wanted to know what I did. Well, first they feign, oh, that's so odd. I can't believe they, they took your bank account. Oh, my God. Blah, blah. But what did you do, though? Like, what did you say? Did you do anything? Did you say, you know what they wanted? They wanted to know, you know, what it was that I did, that if there was any hint so they could avoid doing it themselves, not because they were concerned for me. They were worried something could happen to them. They didn't care when I was thrown away in prison because realistically, you know, Unless you're very extremely, you know, people are coming after you hard. That's not something that's going to happen to everybody. They, they're not going to do that to everybody. They will single some, you know, the louder people out, though, and, and, and do that to them. So that's not. But the bank account thing seems way more like that could happen to me. Oh, no. Now that it affects me, I care all of a sudden. A lot of that going around. All of a sudden, your your persecution is bothering me because I feel like it could bleed over into my life and affect me. So now I'm going to pretend like I care about the greater good. When it, I never, I never did. It was always just about me. Now I'm going to pretend like, oh, we got to stand up. Yeah, because you you feel threatened by it personally too. And 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 what's worse, none of these people were what you would consider liberals either which I found interesting. So they feel very safe that this will never happen to them. This will never happen to them. 
They're left wing. No, no, no. They've got the trans flags and the vaccine flag. Could you imagine? What if we fight this war? Think about this. Imagine this war happens and we lose, which we probably will, and then we're living under the, the directives of the Chinese and the Russians. How do you think they're going to feel about your virtue signaling and your, your emojis and all that shit then? Good thing we have established that it's okay to silence, persecute, throw people in jail, take their bank accounts away, and make that normal, right? Because there's no chance ever that the people in charge could ostensibly, you know, become against you. That will never happen because you'll always agree with everything they say forever. So will your children. So will your brothers and sisters, your parents, your cousins, everybody you ever know or care about for your, until your dying breath will always do what the government says and none of them will ever take an issue with it. Because if they did... Well, speaking out against the government is not a good idea. You might get your shit fucked up then, huh? So it's a good thing everybody on the left knows that. That you're a, there's no risk to you at all, ever. Allow it. To, it's fine. It's fine. You know? Of course, the conservative people are right to know. Yeah, they'll get you next. They'll do the same thing. Alex Jones, Big Ben, YouTube. Whoa, we're banning people now? Wait a minute. Like, for really just because they didn't like them. But you know what? It was only Alex Jones, so people tolerated it. And then you know what they probably did to Alex? They probably said, what did you say? What did you do, though? Did everyone leave YouTube and boycott YouTube and go and be like, whoa, 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 you can't be silencing people? No, they didn't. Everyone stayed on YouTube and let him go, you know, flounder and fight on his own. Obviously, not everybody, but you know what I mean. And they just were like, well, I'll just not do what he did to get banned, and then I'll be okay. It's the same thing. The funny thing is, like me, like him, like Jones, like others, doesn't matter if it's a left-wing government, right-wing government. If they're full of shit, I'm going to say it, because they always are. When I started this, it was still the Harper government. You think I liked them? No. Nope. Nope. I was happy to see them go. It's not like things ever got better, though, did it? And they wouldn't be getting better. They, they won't get better when they come back, if they if they can even do it. All right, let's wrap this up. That's enough, Kevin. We got to get out of here. Scroll down, I missed a lot of these. Gre greasy crow. Okay, the crow's gone greasy now. What are you doing to my crows? Sam J says, check out uh, byls.com to pay bills and transfer wire into accounts uh, and transfer wire into accounts with crypto holdings. Yeah, I don't do the. I'll. We'll see. I'll look over these later. I'm going to try a couple things first. I'm pretty sure. I'm not even going to waste my time with other the other major banks because, you know, if you know, you know. It, sh it should be clear. Uh, Greasy Crow says, I'm down for learning about banking options and grifting courses at, at all levels, basic, intermediate, and advanced. Maybe Vladimir, Mr. Z, could come and do a workshop. Well, you know, find the fork face video. <laughs> Spells it out pretty good. Exactly how to do it. Fisher of Men says six separate Tyrannus. I agree. Godzilla says Ragecast 296 is sponsored by Diagonal Waffen Fabric. Rage, please let your audience and fellow terrorist gang members know that better than Greece, we now have five-gallon buckets of Cosmoline on sale at 33% off the regular price until midnight tonight. Get a hold of Godzilla Unchained and get yourself... A five-gallon bucket of Cosmolines, you can grease yourself up and slide right in to whatever greasy monkey activity you're going to do this evening. Sponsored by Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Nope, just kidding. Uh, just a pile of wood. Just a guy on his own. It's just me down here. There's no help.
So I'm always oppressing people, you know? I'm just, oh, man, I wish he'd shut up with his overpowering ability to... Uh, so stupid. Dirtbag says, I found a picture on Telegram about Toronto. <coughs> Excuse me. In a massive vaccine protest with signs reading, stop compulsory vaccination. I didn't learn that stuff in about... I didn't learn that in school about the Spanish flu. They very rarely teach about any kind of uprising or resistance to government power. That is almost never discussed. Have you noticed that? I didn't know. Listen to this, because I'm from Eastern Canada, obviously. That should be clear from listening to my terrible voice. I wish I could. You sound so nasally. Yeah, my nose has been fucked up since I was in Afghanistan, and I can't get it fixed. I've been, I, had a, I had an appointment to see an ENT, and they're going to call me back uh, soon. That was, well, 13 years ago, but I, I think soon they'll get a hold of me. And uh, I, need, I need to get it. So my, I have a, my, it's all fucked up. Anyway, they don't teach you about it. So, I, I didn't even know who Louis Riel was. I have never heard of him in my life until I moved to Saskatchewan. Never. I didn't know about any of that shit. Nope. They got shit named after him out there in Saskatchewan. You go to you go further east of Manitoba, you'll never hear the na- that guy's name uttered ever again. I thought that was interesting, and then I started noticing. You know what? Anybody really that doesn't like much of what the government's doing for whatever the reasoning. Sometimes they're insane. Sometimes they're not. They uh, they get crushed and buried and memory hold. And unless people keep it alive, it's, it dies. Deanna says, question, how is it racist for one to wear blackface, but it isn't sexist for a guy to dress up like a woman? Because you're a bigot. That's why, Deanna. Just shut up and give me your money. <laughs> give me all your money. Secular says, sounds a little like Big Brother looking at your porn stash and telling you he smutted on them first. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Jenstein says, classic rage. You should go off more about stuff and tell your chat to shut the fuck up. Stop stop sending me money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Robert O'Leary says, sorry, just got off the ice. Uh, got a goal. Hey, man, what a shit job Rebel did on you. Lost all respect for them. Well, you missed it earlier, but I don't think that uh, that sentiment is going to be rare. Um, I think a lot of people were very disappointed by that. And, you know, hey, I can only I can only offer help where I can. And if nobody asks for it, nobody wants to, nobody cares to, you know, be, be, honest about anything i can't stop them from can't stop them from being full of shit what do you want me to do phones look at that look at that you see that there's my phone not ringing (laughs) weird we'll publish shit about you but we'll never ever talk to you even though you're incredibly easy to get a hold of uh, Sam JD says, well, you should take this serious B- bills, I guess. BYLLS.com can really help as an unbanked solution. I will check it out. Thank you very much, sir. You've been very, very generous. Or madam. Oh, I just got fa- scared. I was muted again. <laughs> you guys have traumatized me. I need a therapist. Slava Monolita says, Luteriel is so important to Manitobans that we have an entire day dedicated to him. Yep, not out east. I've never heard of him in my life. Never, ever heard of him. There's other people I've never, I mean, I I forget their names because you have to be constantly reminded of it or you forget about it or you have to go look it up. Uh, it's a shared world. It's a shared world we live in because they choose, you have to choose blood or or you have to choose the money. Do what they want or they'll hurt you. That's That's how it's been. This is this is what they're up to. I mean, I know it's the United States, but I mean, it's just a look behind the curtain. Oh, the the son of the president is is 
living in some hole with classified documents just laying around while raking in millions through Chinese intelligence ties. Now, it's funny because there's a lot of Chinese intelligence ties in Canada, too, apparently. Did any of the politicians that were uh, you know, flagged by CSIS to have Ch Chinese intelligence ties, did they lose their bank accounts? I feel like that's beyond the risk appetite of Scotiabank, but they are elected, so they're important and they know better than everyone. They're, de they're certainly not treasonous or anything like that. We're never going to know who they are, by the way. This is just how it is, guys. They're crooks. They're everywhere. It's not a couple bad apples. It's the it's a it's a throw a stick into a crowd. You're gonna it's gonna ricochet off seven or eight of them. It's like a pinball machine. There's there are criminals everywhere. The reason that they pursue this career is because it affords them opportunities to to greatly enhance their wealth, their power, their status. All things that psychopaths and narcissists want. They want power, wealth, and status. And you know how you get it? Well, getting into politics is a good way to do that. They don't. They didn't get, and they're like the way they are because that's what they got into it for. They didn't get into it to help you. They didn't get into it because they care about wrongs being righted. They didn't get into it because they care about things being fixed, buildings, you know, uh, being built, bridges being constructed, society's divisional problems being healed, wars being averted, uh, money being saved, the prosperity of the people being enhanced. That's never, never, never their motivation. The motivation is: I want money, I want power, and I want status. And there it is. I'm gonna go get some for me. And those people outnumber the good people. Oh fuck, fifty, a hundred to one at least. So it shouldn't shock anybody how we got here. There's no courage. There's no strength of the soul. They may have pretended they're they're in it to do all you know all the right things and for the right reasons. And I'm gonna help and I'm gonna whatever. But when it came down to it, when it came down to it, you signed the check. You signed the contract. You took the money. You took the money, and you let someone else have power over you and what you say. That is not the. That is not what a free person or a free man certainly ever does. Is give another someone else power over them like that, because they want money. You've traded, you know, agency over your own life and the things you say and think out loud. Talk, tell people, you've traded that for money. Gross. Gross. So we have an entire generation of these people who, when they when faced with that decision, they chose the money. Because the other way is scary. The other way is painful. The other way is fighting, battling, stressful, depressing, uphill, every day, a slog. A fucking slog against an overwhelmingly powerful foe that has no mercy, no remorse, no empathy, no soul at all. So why would you choose to stand against something like that? You must be crazy. You must be out of your mind. I would stand against it for all the reasons I just described it to be. That it's an overwhelmingly powerful, grotesque, evil, soulless you know, emotionless, murderous monster. What kind of person would I be if I didn't? Turn off your television. Everybody cares about different things. I, I care about this. What do you spend your time trying to do? That's what you care about. Apparently I care about making my life more difficult and incurring more wrath and more fucking attacks because I like it. Maybe I do. Maybe I do like it. Do you really want to use your platform to attack corrupt politicians, lying police, and take money 
from the big banks and the media journal. Oh, is that what you want to be doing with your with your time? Yeah. All day long. Sam JD, thank you so much for the support this evening. You're a fucking... You're doing great, kid. If you can afford that, you're doing really great. Good for you. Madam Breezy. I can't... Rumble doesn't keep him. Cinta Mask. Cow Punch and Dirtbag. Nelson. I remember Nelson now. I mark it so. Jaded Mandarin. JT, the real Donald T. Doug Shit Hoghead. Thank you guys very much. Northern Biggest Slava Monolita. Rob Roliri. Doctor, I'm, not, I'm gonna run out of time. Secular, Deanna, Godzilla, Fisher Defense, Greasy, Greasy, Crow, uh, Jenstein, David's Princess, Man of the Mountain, Tenacious D, Angel of Wrath, Satoshi Ape Real Donald D, Sean M, James Edward, Sergeant Rock, Satoshi Ape again, I keep repeating the same guys, and I can't stop the time to do fast, Billy Bob, Pilot Mike, Anthony Delgado, the Italian debutante that I mentioned earlier, and I totally forgot about, COJ, Anderson Paladin, oh my god, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it, Filthy Weasel, Donkey Dongalong, Fuzzy, Flams, Chet Chosen, Alpha, Alpha, the moon guy, the moon guy, short long, CRJ. Oh my god, Cam is key, the real by heart of Dagon. I did it, I made it. RagingDistant.com, follow the links and uh, there for all the things. Website, Substack, social media links, and Telegram. You have to follow me there because I'm going to be banned everywhere else. And you're never going to see me at a bank again, so. Thank you guys so much. Give you a George Carlin. I'll see you next time. From Patria, six different Tyrannus. I should have known that you designed that, Phil. I don't know. It just seemed like something you'd do. You know how I knew it was you? Here, remember? I have a good memory. Remember when you said, remember that dream you told me about where you're like, I wish I could melt people? Do you remember that? Yeah. So as soon as I saw that video of that Russian artillery strike, I knew this is Phillips. Yeah. You had the dream about the human candles. What'd you call it? Human candles, but faster. You wanted to watch human beings melt like candles, but really fast. And then I saw that, and I'm like, I, yeah, you designed it for them. Because they, you knew they would use it? Hey, I guess if you're going to design some kind of terrifying weapon just to see what its effects are on human beings, it would make sense to give it to someone who's probably going to use it. It doesn't make sense to give it to somebody who's not going to use it. So, I mean, at least you're not stupid. Did they pay you for it, or...? 
Justin Cocaine. What's the cocaine like in Russia? Better than you'd think? Huh. Well, you learn something new every day.